Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Life of Storytelling podcast. I am your co-host here, Ernest Gonzalez, and I am here with the host, Chris Pierce. Hello. How are you today, sir? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for agreeing to meet this week. Yeah, man. Yeah, we were definitely meaning to do this last week. We apologize uh, for the late episode, but we had some technical difficulties, but we sure do appreciate your patience, man. A whole lot. Um, We were actually about to do this. So one of the things we're going into this time around is uh, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion. Such a mouthful. And um, we were about to do it on the 26th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII. Um, But then we had those technical difficulties. But uh, to make things a little bit brighter in our day, we have a special guest with us. It's Justin Guerra. Hello. How are you doing, Justin? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. He's Excited a spectacle, to be here. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. A spectacle. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, and we're very happy to have you, sir. My technical um, difficulties, Justin refused to be here last week. Uh, <laughs> so as I said, we are going in to uh, Final, Fantasy, Final Fantasy Crisis Core Reunion. We'll just call it Crisis Core for Which going is forward. where we all started... Uh, <laughs> So, kicking it old school right here with better audio this With better time. audio, multiple mics. Um, and, uh, yeah. and the last half of this will also be going into our top 10 most anticipated movies of the year. Woo! Yeah, yeah. So, a lot. still plenty left. Some good ones came out already. Yes. But, but have they been great? I don't know. Actually, I do. Well, and they haven't been, but I they've think, been good. <laughs> I think "good" is like a, a good general term. And we have Ant Man next weekend. Yeah, we do. I'm very hyped for that shit, and maybe we talk about it today. It's no Guardians, but I'm excited too. <laughs> but um, yeah, Chris actually had me start this off because I I guess I'm the Final Fantasy guy of this Final of Fantasy this and our Tekken guy. And Tekken. <laughs> yeah. By default, though. <laughs> I, I played a lot of Tekken, like, at Peter Piper's, you know? So, and I owned Tekken Tag on the PS3. That is more than like I can that. say about any Tekken PS3. experience. I played Tekken Bowling one night. Well, <laughs> I guess that makes me the Tekken guy. It does. Yeah. I'll let you know about the bowling mechanic. <laughs> that, that sounds like a terrible game. To be honest. Well, it was a mini game on an actual Tekken game. It wasn't the full game. <laughs> and that's all you played was the bowling game. Yes. Again, and never touched Tekken yep. again. We're going to get it. I'm going to whoop your ass. If you buy it day one, sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the confidence was there and it left so quickly. But that's Just not like you did the, with your uh, son. That's not the video game that we're here to talk about, motherfucker. We're here to talk about Final Fantasy Crisis Core Reunion. It's just so fun to say. It just rolls off the tongue. Uh, <laughs> Justin, how was your experience, man? I remember you being hype with us. Uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Um, not having played the original one, getting to experience it for the first time going in was exciting. And I didn't realize it until I was already in the midst of it. But for me personally, in, in my rut of games, it was exactly what I needed. It was a breakaway of just hack and slash mindless like running around doing things and it does what not a lot of games do um out of fear is it lets you get (laughs) as broken as possible as you want um to the point where i 
even the final boss lasted like 30 seconds so so one shot sephiroth anywhere anywhere regardless of the game yeah it's just like it's insane yeah and it really just allowed for a fun time and sure like getting to that point is a bit grindy but i mean it's fine sometimes you just need a game where you can absentmindedly just grind and you know have not be bored out of your mind doing it the was the style of grind big for you because i feel like it's very contained Right. Yeah, it's it's very forgiving in the sense that really the sense of grinding is just gathering materials and you can spawn a fight, steal the materials you need and then escape from the fight and just keep looping that until you get as many as you need. Um, so it's very forgiving that you don't have to complete each encounter like that. And most everything is pretty accessible once you know where to find it or how to get it. So it's, it's pretty good. But overall, good time, though. Yeah, overall, good time. Chris, what about you? Boy, that game is okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so my, like, literally, it was like playing two different games for me. The first half, I had some issues. Nothing with gameplay. I'm talking purely story. Um, it starts out very cheesy, very early 2000s, very... I guess you've talked about Final Fantasy and the amount of cheese it has. I appreciate the attention you put into listening to me. Um, <laughs> uh, but I wasn't really into it. The, the gameplay is really fun. That that's. But the story, I, I, there was a point where I was like, this is going to be what takes me through. But the story didn't have yeah, your heart. Um, <laughs> but then again, when I, I remember when I finished the game. Uh, yeah, because I was the first one. Um, I remember texting you being like, I'm never going to underestimate Final Fantasy again. Because yeah, it, it gets yeah. really good. It does. It does get really good. It steps it up. It does. I, because I agree with you 100%. And just because, like I said a million times in our first episode, there's that layer of cheese that you get with this shit. It's just like a full bowl of queso at the beginning, yeah. though. Zach. <laughs> you just got to whittle away at it for a bit. Zach. The, the puppy. puppy. Awful. And maybe because you said you played it in Japanese, right? Um, yes, yes. But I played it in English um, the first time around on the, oh, P- yeah. on the PSP. Mm. And it was such a good time. I don't think as a you kid know? you're going to think about it. And I wasn't thinking about it that much. And I was just so like, like drowning in anime that that's just like that's the fair. norm for me. Yeah. yeah. You know? um, this time around I played it in Japanese and it sounds so much cooler. I bet. Zach the puppy in Japanese. I'm not going to attempt to say it. Right oh, now. you should have learned it for the show. But I should have. <laughs> but uh, it, it sounds so much like cooler and meaner. It, it I fits. I think the way it's supposed to. The, yeah, yeah. Not the whole um, you just, Project you missed, G, Project the, uh, Genesis. the inflection behind it with yeah. the English stuff. But we get lost in translation like that all the time. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Um, so spoilers for Lost in Translation. Also spoilers for this game. It's we been out for a while. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good thing to bring up. I mean, the spoilers are right there in the fucking trailer. Like, That's true. If you knew this game was coming, you knew you were going to fight Sephiroth. Like, you know. So you, you I will say, since we're already in spoilers. No, I didn't know. So I didn't know. I did know and I didn't know that Zack would die. What I mean by that is because <laughs> we've all played Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you have not played the DLC, though. Correct. There are ref- spoilers for that as well. <laughs> um, but there are like flashbacks of sorts that show Zach going through the, the, the desert, traveling. Um, 
and it could allude, I, I originally thought it would allude to because people are saying that we're changing things with the new game right maybe yeah. somehow he's still there and i'm not saying that this doesn't make that a possibility it, you can write it in <laughs> but um i when you get there and the way it plays out because i love it when a game takes everything mechanically like especially the stuff you've learned like the whole what is it called it's not limit breaker the memory thing the DT, the oh, D- yeah, the DMW, DMW, yes. um, and how like you're losing your memories and stuff like that, or what? Oh, like, like the last one that sticks there for a minute. I I love the impact of all that. That for sure is one of my favorite things in the game that they did in the entire game. Absolutely, was like, I mean, the DMW is a sore spot for me as well because that's the reason that I didn't get the plat. Is that the reason, or is it because you didn't watch where you were saving and you saved over your? Oh file? yes, I didn't watch where I was saving. Oh, that's right, because it's on you, not the game. Well. Yeah, sure. no, yeah, it is, it is. But also, the reason that I'm not, I'm not going back and doing it again is because of the DMW. Because that's essentially yeah. that's R, that's RNG, and you're and just I waiting mean, for it to roll. On but story wise. It, it works out so perfectly it does. for the game. I got a little nervous um, when I just saw the same things over and over. But. Yeah, yeah. Like the same clips and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Because at the, that point, it feels like a break. Well, one of the trophies, man, is to see every single clip. Like every yeah. new clip from everybody. And it takes so long to get the new one. Like yeah. to get all of them. And you have to like max out all these different stats in order to like give yourself a better chance of getting them and all this stuff. It's much better just having it throughout the game and then the way that they end with it yeah um yeah it's it's just it's such a unique thing in games too. Mm-hmm. like i don't know if i've seen something like that before um but oh the way that it whites out it's and, it's beautiful and he's losing those memories and mm. then just Aaron stays there no. and that blonde oh, guy who nobody remembers the name of is just standing there oh Dude was a, like a fucking corpse forever, just being carried around by this man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he was just uh, like a vegetable. But I will say, because at first I really didn't like Zach. I just did not. I was just like, oh my god, you're like season one Naruto. Like this is a lot. He's just missing the guy. Believe it. You didn't appreciate um, his squad, but then man. he gets taken through some some shit and he he grows up. Justin, what? Was it like uh, getting that plat? Oh, feel good? Yeah, it felt good. It was very satisfying. Um, the amount of side missions in the game is... It's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a fucking And lot. you hit a certain point going through it where you say, I've put in too much work not to finish now. Um, and I definitely hit that point with it. But the brighter side of things is that... Um, the, there being a separate trophy for beating Minerva, who is the final side mission, it yeah. kind of ties it in and it makes it a little bit more justifiable. Like, okay, it was worth going through everything because now I have to do this and that'll give me that. And that She's very much this. like the Melania of this game. Yeah, I guess. Um, when when you break yourself, you also break that fight. Um, I I remember yeah, maxing out every stat and like doing so. I re- I did so much unnecessary research into builds to beat minerva and the just going in like taking different pieces of different builds and making kind of my own um i i cleared it in three minutes and didn't take any damage um it was so it was so unnecessary 
and and i was like maybe i shouldn't have gone that far <laughs> uh but like during work i'd be like looking up like watching videos like all right this 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 um i didn't need to do all that work but the plat felt good it was satisfying the dmw randomness it was all right just leave it rolling in the background you just level up the material you need for a specific person just let it sit there for a minute um but overall it's pretty fun i mean hack and slash wise is definitely no dark souls or anything like that yeah i'm yeah. only saying that it's the most difficult boss in the game for sure yeah no it um, is yeah i i had to stop for a night and come back the next morning i and I, I had to do a lot of fucking research like okay what do i need the fucking genji armor is a bitch to get yeah but uh for some of them but man it's just so it pays off so well mm-hmm. and then you just go into it like any battle and just pop the same thing over and over again and, and everything dies dead. everything dies yeah. before before i did break everything and kind of what scared me to do so much research is i gave it one attempt uh at one i gave it more than one attempt. i gave it like five attempts and each time got one shot by everything um and i was like okay i can't do this <laughs> I, i'm not i poked her and it did nothing to her health bar i was like okay <laughs> yeah i remember doing that and staying alive for a little bit and being like maybe i could do this and i went in there like <laughs> four or five times and i was like you dumb she bitch. has she has a move that sets you down to one hp and removes a phoenix down if it's on you but you know what <laughs> at the same time <laughs> it it wasn't just her it was also um like i would get to certain missions those side missions like and i'd be like oh shit i got six stars now those like, difficulty maybe spikes. i could just keep going yeah and i would keep going until i couldn't anymore but they were, it would definitely get like too difficult after a while yeah you you chris had a very different experience right like because you just you were you went through the story until you had to grind pretty much and then you're like oh this grinding thing ain't too bad so i from the beginning was like i'm not plotting this game it's not worth my time i'm just i, I knew i wasn't gonna plot it i knew i was gonna <laughs> Um, Ernest obviously agreed with me. Playing but, uh, it out of spite. <laughs> um, so I was just playing, and I would I did like the first side mission because like I mean when things are first introduced, you don't want to go past it and be like, oh, I don't know how this works. How do I access this? Yada yada yada. Um, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I don't I don't feel the need to come back and do this. Um, and yeah, I was just playing through the story, and I got pretty far. I got like to the final area. Like before you fight um, the final boss, and um, not good, not not great. <laughs> and I wasn't even at the boss as the enemies like in that cave or that oh, yeah. watery labyrinth. Whatever. Oh, that's right there at the end. Yeah. yeah, and then I was like, "Fuck, I'm being destroyed." And I I remember putting it down for that night because I was like, "I'm gonna have to grind. We're gonna see how this goes tomorrow." And then I just spent like, like literally a whole day just grinding, and I was like, "This is fun. This is fun as fuck." I just I was overthinking. It, it was it was super. It's a super chill time because, like I said, it is so contained. You're just running down hallways, and I you can like kind of cut through the stages a little bit to not spawn anybody in there which yeah. is something i was definitely doing just get all the chests and stuff and not have to fight people and so i can make it to the boss and just get the xp yeah like yeah. i was i was definitely cheating the system on that shit it, it there are little broken things it is very much still uh you could see how it came from the psp yes just from like literally the like the mission the the layout of the maps and stuff like that yeah alone yeah obviously not visually are you like this looks like a psp remake but um the way everything functions for the most part it is very much like a simpler 
Final Fantasy. So weird anecdote, because I did try playing this game on the PSP when I was younger, ah. and I I didn't get very far. Um, like I think I legit put maybe an hour, two hours into it before I was just like, I don't like this. And I don't have an answer for why, but I enjoyed the game so much more on a console than I did on a handheld. And I don't know why. It's the exact same. Honestly, I don't even remember the DMW from the PSP version. I did, like I, when, I, when it was in here, I thought it was added brand new. Uh, and, and then I went back and I was like, oh, this was there? I played this. I don't remember this. Um, and I don't know what about it, but I just... I really didn't like it on PSP, and on this, it felt like I just kept wanting to get back into it. So I don't know why the reason for the change, but it did better on console. As Oh, I'm sorry. You should be. So <laughs> Go ahead. Because for the majority of people in here who actually spent money, we're able to play Switches on and off the TV. Um, I was actually about to say that. <laughs> I was about to say, man, I fucked up. I got that Switch Lite. Yeah, and but I I can relate because I really want to play the new Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I have it, just it feels for the Switch Lite, and it's I I just can't get into it. But I feel like when I play it on console, it's just gonna be that next level. How long has the PS Five been? It's been out for over a year, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I think I can say this without it being a recency bias thing. It is one of the best controllers I've ever had. I love it. Also that. So that might be a huge thing as yeah. well. And they did pretty well with the haptics and stuff in here. They made it very From what I also a... heard about from Rose, he was a really stupid kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I definitely get that. I never I never had a PSP. I had friends who had a PS had PSPs and like I, I saw people like play Kingdom Hearts, um, Birth by Sleep. Sorry, or like sorry, watch sorry, a movie. Yeah. And like yeah. they had the movies and the oh that's so what a what a venture. UMD <laughs> but uh I always wanted one, and I don't think they're ever going to go back to doing mobile, but <laughs> or handheld is the word for it. But um, I, I think it played really well on a PS5, and I guess it's doing fine on Switch. I could actually see how it does fine on Switch, obviously with a little bit less graphic fidelity. Um, at least that's going to come out and be there for them. Because they did do a great job of upping those graphics. They though. did, especially yeah. where I saw it the most. I, I, I haven't seen the very many uh, like side-by-side things or anything. Yeah. This shit was beautiful, especially those cutscenes like Square Enix They're always classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's so it's fluid. It's going to be. Like when you see the fight. Who? Who's the bad guy? Sephiroth? No. <laughs> He's not the bad guy at the beginning of the game. Genesis? Genesis. There you go. Yeah, there you um, go. When you see that, like, there's a little Genesis Sephiroth fight. There's, like, a little cutscene of uh, that. Oh, and yeah. It's very uh, good looking. I yeah, the three great. of them are, like, on the roof of a, an academy or something. Yeah. Like this. And, uh, they're just in places that look good, like, cinematically. And they're, like, they're sitting, sitting around, just, like, kicking the shit. And then they're, like, he's, like, all right, let's go. And they have a badass fucking fight. They do. Yeah. They do. And, of course, like, the music is really good, too. And, and it goes in the way too and far. In there. Yeah. That shit escalated. Well, that's two bad guys fighting each other. <laughs> so, but you did say the second half, it stepped up the story for you yes so when my least favorite character got kind of removed um it really took off and i don't remember his name right now and jill's awful (laughs) (laughs) i again i think better in japanese and so i'm not even talking about his voice um i think he works really well as a reason for zach to kind of start growing up but other than that i didn't care Mm. 
I'm not saying like he's literally bad. It just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it looked silly the way they're not called replicants. Are they replicants? Okay. Repli- Where they had his face His on fucking them? face on like a yeah. creature's body. Like um, like, you, like a, one of the little dog ones will like roll over and his face is like at the bottom of their chin. Yeah. yeah and it's something. like, oh, it's, it's almost yeah. like a reaction of like, and Jill was here. Um, so but, uh, and it, it all plays into like the science and the way the story is going and everything. But at first I was just like, nah. And it's cause he's the mentor of Zach. He's the original holder of the buster sword. And I thought we were going to get more with him, like him, but he starts off doing his own thing. And then he obviously he does a lot after he has been taken out of the picture. Um, but yeah. So Justin doesn't have the original final fantasy seven experience. Um, not like calling you out or anything. I promise you I'm getting to a point, but <laughs> Chris, uh, you played the original. I did. Since we had that first episode, right? Yes. I forget that was um, between then and there. Yeah. So, so playing through the original and then playing this. Mm. Um, at the other day, I read somewhere that somebody at Square Enix said that they had to switch up the story a little bit to keep people interested. Do you think that changing up um, the story in the remake is going to keep people more interested than if they would have just made a straight replica of the original. I, I think that change is out of fear. Um, Cause like we've talked about Justin and me here before I had played through it. Um, and I, I want to, I want to point out there before taking credit, I didn't beat it. I couldn't beat Sephiroth, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I got, got to Sephiroth. Got to the last yeah, time. I got, yeah. I, I got all the twists and turns. Um, but, and it's a little ridiculous. Oh, for sure. But never, yeah. I never th- like, obviously these graphics are pretty rough playing today. I played it on my PS5. Uh, the story took me through and I loved it, but, um, I don't agree with that. I think people would have been fine just keeping it the way it is, but mm. I also understand wanting to put some artistic changes of your own. And I, but I think it's super weird that they are, because it, it supposedly is changing things of Final Fantasy VII, the remake, mm-hmm. but they kept Crisis Core the exact same. Right, right. Which is which is supposed to still be canon to this universe, obviously. So I'm like, where where are we now? <laughs> which is why I was gonna ask Justin, like. Okay, so you not playing the original, not having the original story, and seeing how like outrageous this story is. Like I promise you, Final Fantasy Seven, it, it's just as crazy. Like like you get further into it and it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this prequel actually made a lot of stuff make sense. But knowing how this gets, uh, do you wish do you think that it's a good idea for them to switch up um the remake now? No. Not to make it like a little more tangible no. kind of thing, I guess. No. <laughs> uh it's I mean, because I understand like Chris said, wanting to add your own artistic spin to something that's passionate to you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's not a remake. And the remake was specifically an opportunity for people who didn't get to play the originals to get the experience of story on a new graphical level, on a new gameplay level, while at the same time allowing fans to relive the experience through new rose-colored classes. And changing the story just 
takes that away and it could almost be too much of a double-edged sword a double-edged sword double-bladed sword whatever double uh yeah double-edged sword where it could hurt the game because people just out of spite for it not being what they wanted it to be won't actually pick it up yeah um so i don't think it's a good idea to change the story and i really hope they don't uh because that would make me very upset so. <laughs> would you still play it I don't actually know. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. Are, probably. You're, you're going to play ultimately, the next one. Ultimately, probably. I'd, I'd probably fuck around and find out. But Cause that's just because right I like to play the that's, next one, right? Yeah, but that's just because I like to play games, not necessarily. Right, yeah, yeah. But there's going to be that little bit of spite still in you. Yeah, though. I won't like it. <laughs> I'm... A, I'm... That, and, it, yeah, I can only speak from my perspective. Like, having the original story, it's cool for me if that's like a separate thing and then you're technically getting more bang for your buck it seems like yes yeah because i've been there before i guess so now all this is just extra for me i'm just happy to have extra absolutely um but so so for me it's pretty cool but i i see all perspectives here pretty much i see why people the shangana just show up i see everyone's perspective it's right here in the middle of my forehead baby (laughs) um but so, and I've obviously played through Final Fantasy VII at this point too. But people have said that there it's already taken the departure, and I don't know where that departure is. Um, there's a lot more Sephiroth in in this part of the story. So the way that uh, Cloud is like haunted in the remake and shit by him, like constantly from the very oh, that's beginning. right, that's not a thing from the very beginning. That is not a thing at all. Yeah. Uh, the way that those that boss but that's fight, not a huge thing either because it's just memory. Those it's essentially memories that are going to come back later. I I, I want to say that boss fight that you have with him in the middle of the city with everything getting all destroyed and shit that doesn't happen like at all. It does not. Yeah. They I guess they just had to have a boss fight. In this. There's there's no like oh duh that would make things I, pretty different. Like I'm dumb. The, I'm in the remake like uh what are they like banshee versions of him or whatever like the different colored ones i remember there's a connection i don't remember them saying they're specifically like copies of him or i need to replay it i know as we're saying this i'm like man do i need to replay it yeah yeah it's it's very it's very different uh, or they added a lot, yeah. is what I would say, because it does follow Well, they follow had to add up. a lot. They, they made this one section just a huge game. They hit, they've hit a lot of the main notes along the way, but I, I see differences. It's not sure. like anybody's died that didn't die in the original, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think we can all agree, because it's cool that they did this, but it's kind of like a waste of time when you should be giving us the remake of George of Cerberus. Yeah, I mean, it's what the people want. You want a different type of game? Give us the shooter. It's you know what it it might not be what what the people want. I think it the is, people yeah. want it this. It is what the people want. Because guess it, what? It doesn't matter if you change the canon of the regular story. It's literally side shit. I think Final Fantasy VII remake is what the people want. Well, that's still I getting made. I also think. <laughs> That dirge of Cerberus. Can't even fucking say it. And you just beat Odyssey. Is what the people need. Cerberus is a three-headed dog. It's what they need. Oh, there you go. They just don't know it, baby. It's true. That's all it is. And you know what? Because now everyone was panning for fucking this to be remade. And I'm glad it did. I'm really glad it did. Um, But, like, that game just seems like such a fever dream to me now that I've played, like, anything (laughs) on Final Fantasy VII. And I'm just like... It is very different. Fuck? It is. Yeah. I learned what the Spanish word for blue is in that game because it's the name of one of the characters. 
Some say he's a blue-haired man. <laughs> some say it's the second bowling of the Final Fantasy world. That's I'm a just, little bit too high praise. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just, <laughs> stupid. But um, no, I think I think I think it's 100 underrated. And I mean, you get Steve Bloom back. He's the voice of Vincent. Come on. Um, I just want it to happen. They could release it as a mobile game. No, because then I'd still play it, but I'd be like, man, I really wish this was on fucking console. As a mobile game. I want it, dude, because I want it so bad. They could port. Okay, so what I will accept, just port it over. Like they did with the Final Fit. They didn't put any effort into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can fast forward, and that's great. Like, <laughs> like don't even polish it. Just give yeah, it Yeah, I will play that. I will play that. Square listens to this every week, and I- I'm sorry we've been gone, but please make this. I, I can only imagine that at some point they start putting like just original PlayStation games on there and stuff like that. Like on PlayStation Plus, they but, have up to PlayStation Three games right now. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like they could get some original PlayStation, like a PlayStation collection. You mean PS One? Yeah, that's what that those games are part of the higher tier. The PS ones, the PS one games, yes. Uh, oh, well, not I saying look, all of them are, but because oh, yeah. that's what the Damien, that they've released. That's so what far. Damien's paying for because they see, do have PS one games as part of like their classics collection. Oh, okay. And that's what they're using to drive PS3 that one. higher. I see. I see. Yeah, I'm not well, saying it's worth it. I'm saying it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't even have the extra. No. Nope. Like so yeah, I noticed today complete tangent because um, we got Ollie Ollie World as one of our PS Plus games. Oh, are they out now? Yeah. You finally got fucked over. It's part of your collection, dumbass. Oh, no. You're the one paying monthly for it, fool. Oh, no. This is Ernest's last episode. That's why I let him start. <laughs> um, but it is really cool. I'm sorry. Ollie Ollie World's neat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I but, could play it. Though. But back on this, back on Final Fantasy, I we'll see where the changes go. Um, I don't believe it's going to, I don't think we're going to get the second part of the remake trilogy this year. I imagine that's going to be next year and then we'll be dead before the last part comes. But we have Final Fantasy 16 to look forward to. Yeah, man. That has a full release date. That's this summer. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I remember our first episode sitting around. We that, talked about all the Final Fantasy sitting shit. around that one mic, like it was a campfire. Yeah, so. dude. And that all those echoes that I didn't anticipate. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like dogs breathing. And, and that, one, that was great. Saying hello. Hello. <laughs> what the hell? I love you, Justin. <laughs> um, and just being like so hyped for that game. And y'all were like, you know, it's PS5 exclusive. Oh, you didn't have a PS5? This yeah, one, this I didn't one have wasn't. a PS5. Oh, yet. 16 is, yes. I didn't have the PS5 that y'all got for me. <laughs> Still appreciate y'all. Hey, we appreciate um, you. Obviously, we got you a PS5. Yeah, yeah. So... Me and Justin are taking the faceplates. But these motherfuckers, <laughs> at that y'all at that point, y'all knew that y'all. When were we did the mean. first recording of the first episode, maybe. maybe yeah. I don't know. It was like around that time, wasn't it? It definitely came, kept it coming out. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I think so. We laugh at a lot. I don't know. Well, these motherfuckers knew they were gonna get me a PS5, and they're just sitting there like it's PS5 exclusive. Are you sure you're going to have a PS5? <laughs> I, 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 I know it definitely like, came up a lot. I was like, yeah, man, I'll definitely have one by then. Don't even worry about it. And fucking, <laughs> and y'all just like laughed in my face and pointed and stuck your tongue out and threw me the phone. Well, yeah, because last time you said you were trying to save up, you had no money. 
I, I was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to save up for PS5. And Justin was like, oh, how much have you saved yet <laughs> so far? And I was like, oh, I haven't saved none yet. And he, I'm trying to save. And he was like, oh, I thought saving made, meant something else. I thought trying meant something else. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> God damn. Oh, that burns. Got him. <laughs> I'm going to hit it big one day, baby. You know what? You're welcome for being over at my mansion right now. <laughs> oh, thank for you for time. for my mango my mango soda. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, he does have refreshments on it's on H E B brand mango soda, bro. Like it's not even Hill Country Fair. It's H E B brand, That's and not just any chair, a Chili's chair. <laughs> <laughs> that chair is from Chili's. That and chair. the wildest thing, if you walk outside and look around, there's not a Chili's near here. Not at all. So effort but was that, put into getting that thing. Yeah, here. that chair that you're sitting in used to live in a Chili's. This this has <laughs> turned into an audio version of Cribs. <laughs> Next, we have my bed that I found in an alley. And let me describe the the pleated sheets. I promise you, my bed is not from an alley. It is from a store. Justin owes me twenty bucks. Um, but I think for the most part, we can get the final thoughts on this. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. So, again, um, it was so good to revisit this, man. Coming back to this after so long and after this just being, like, one of my fondest memories. Not even just a fond memory, but one of my fondest. Um, just, like, in gaming, period. In my career, you know, uh, as a gamer. Because it's so serious. Um, I just... Uh, yeah coming back to this and having such a great experience and only like confirming all of those things that i thought i believed that i remembered <laughs> you know what i mean like um it, it was great man and just like chris said I, I agree with you very much in that the first part of the story can be a little rough um is it's very cheesy and it's very in your face about like here eat this story bitch and then when we get to like um the midway point pretty much it just really escalates man and i i loved going on that ride all over again i love all the things that i forgot about this game um that were just like oh yeah you know mm -hmm. so um yeah the only reason that i didn't cry at the end of that once again is because i saw the whale that night before i beat it and um, I'm pretty sure that I didn't have any tears left or else I would have fucking bawled. But I did do the, <laughs> you know what I mean? So there is that. Justin, what do you think? Um, overall, really happy with it. I'm glad it felt better for me playing it, playing through on console than it did on the PSP because otherwise if I felt the same, I don't know that I would have stuck with it. Or if I did that, I definitely wouldn't have done near as much as what I did. Um and like I said, it was just really nice that it it was exactly what I needed in my gaming timeline of a departure from just everything else I've been playing. It's just mindless hack and slash, go out there, have fun, slap them on the ass, and tell them good luck. Um, so overall, a good time. Really happy I got to experience it. Uh, got to fill out more of my knowledge of the final fantasy 7 realm of lore yeah um definitely definitely some necessary parts in there i'm asking for a powerpoint when we're done with oh, oh yeah no but not before kingdom hearts Ugh. 
Kingdom Hearts is what makes Zach great. I'm just going to put that out there. He's actually a hero. Um, and he has is, taste because he's going after Aqua. Is Zach in Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, Birth by Sleep. All he cares about is becoming a hero and fucking Aqua. I mean, that's pretty much his motivation in this game as well. Yep, and that's why it works so well. All he, all he wants to do is be a hero and get with Aqua. I mean, that, that sums him up pretty well. And I will say, this might be a hot take, but... I pick Aqua over whatever that nice girl's name is in the, in this in this game here. I don't think she's destined to live very long anyway. Uh, <laughs> she looked like she got her. Aqua made it back from the darkness, bro. Um, no, this game is great. I think it's awesome. Um, I'm curious because I just now thought about it because I've sold it. I've sold my copy back. Um, I'm not rich. I don't just have a collection of games. Uh, I'm but, just keeping it as like a no, 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 I know, no, I know. But I'm also time. curious. Is your are you? Do you think there's a like a part of your brain that's like you drop the last one in a fucking glass of water? Uh, yes. I need to keep this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just sitting over there right now with yeah, some yeah. other stuff on. He has top it on of a it. shrine. So it's fucking weird. <laughs> I'm gonna frame it one day. He has different that, locks of hair. That I'm gonna looks frame like it's from that and a copy of Luminous together. How about how are you gonna find a copy, dude? It's so hard to find that game. <laughs> Man, full full circle, full circle. Um. But no, this was great. I'm really glad we got to join together to talk about this again because that that we literally started with this. Yes, man. Because we've been holding off on talking about like because we all played it at pretty much the same time. Yeah. And then we just like held off on talking about it like in detail hmm. a lot uh, to save it for this. For sure. So thank you both. Uh, Justin, <laughs> thank you Just, for having a podcast. Thank you for being on it. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for coming back this week uh, after those technical difficulties of that course. we had. Sir. Of course, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you. Yes, yes, always good to be here. It definitely won't be the last time. Uh, Justin, you have sixty seconds to tell the people what to play and what to watch out there. Oh man, that's a rough one. Um, totally SpongeBob Cosmic Shakes been a pretty nice blast. Uh, <laughs> if you're a fan of the old school 3D platformer collectathons, um, it's not as heavy on the collectathon aspect, but it's definitely still there. Um, even Ashley watching me play it has started to gain interest in playing it because she misses those old like GameCube like PS2 platforming games where you just have a grab a random grapple hook for some fucking reason and you can glide and double jump and do all this fun stuff. Um, so SpongeBob Cosmic Shakes really good. Um, if you're into anime, Tomo Chan as a girl is a really nice one to watch. It's about a muscly girl who wants her childhood crush to finally recognize her as a girl instead of just another guy friend. And so it's that's really sweet. it's really sweet, but it's also very funny. So if you want to give that a chance, that's out there on Crunchyroll. Thank you, man. See, hey, he had no idea that was coming. Neither did I. That was on the spot. Ernest, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with more movie stuff. And we are back. Hello. See how I said that, like Chris. Man. You've been doing great. You've been I've doing heard great. a few episodes. Here and there. One or, one or, one or two. <laughs> and we are going over our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2023. Woo! Man. It's exciting. It is. It is. And um, we've had a few come out this year. Um, a couple of these got moved up because of our technical difficulties on my list. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I did have Infinity Pool 
uh, up there, but it has come out. One yeah. of us has seen it so far. For sure. <laughs> um, I hear it's pretty outrageous, but we won't be talking about that one since it is in the past now. And then we saw uh, Knock on the Cabin, which was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good, <laughs> it was good for the next hour. It was good. <laughs> it was good. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I'll say M. Night's good at his job. Yeah, you know what? I'm. I like. I said in my mini review, like, I'm happy that he's back on the board. For sure. You know. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And but, I'll have you know, because I'm apparently in the minority, because obviously when M. Night comes out with something, people talk about his past works. Uh, um, a lot of people liked old. A lot of people like old. Liked old. Yeah, because yeah, you, yeah. you can say I've a lot noticed. of things about M. Night, but the biggest thing you can say, do take swings. Yeah, he's taking swings for the fucking fences. Yes, and I, I, I do respect. It. I never want to say make it seem like I hate the man. And I'm always gonna see that elevator movie. Was I, so bad. I'm always gonna see like his new movie. Same. So um, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. It's quite established. <laughs> so we're gonna hop into it here, Chris. Let's go. What is your number ten? My number ten. Yes. My number ten. My number ten is probably gonna be the smallest release this year. Um. Before I get into mine, I do want to bring up, there are a few that I know. We have not talked about our list together, me and Ernest. There are at least two that I'm quite excited for that I know have to be on Ernest's list. Probably. Um, and if they don't bring up, of course, I have them as honorable mentions. So I just want to say there are some things that I'm really excited for that I not, may not mention immediately. Um, but for the sake of, there's a lot to look forward to this year. Spread it out. Uh, but Here, the list is just a little condition for sure for the situation for sure um the only one of these that i'm uh, we'll get into it we'll get into it my number 10 uh <laughs> the person my young cinephile chris who thought he knew everything about movies his favorite director of all time at that point in his life <laughs> was christopher nolan um and that i still no hate to anyone who still says that's your favorite director dude is dude does work um and he's still he's no he's he's still up there for me i just gotta tenant hit me in a weird way we gotta see where oppenheimer lands and that is my number 10 very excited um it's supposed to be coming out july 21st uh we're gonna have a big big summer big summer this year and starring do you pronounce it cillian or killian murphy cillian okay cillian starring cillian murphy it can't be bad (laughs) i I think we're gonna be in, in for a great time um Tenet really took his swings with uh, reversing time. <laughs> it's pretty weird. Um, I but added it to my watch list on Letterboxd. I would today. love, because I can't, I, I can't necessarily say it's bad or good. I'd love to hear your opinion. Um, but that is to say, Oppenheimer, my number 10. All right. So number 10 for me. Um, and again, this moved up into my list uh, is Ant-Man. Hey! Yeah, I'm hyped for it, man. Uh, I'm super hyped for it. We're already planning it in the chat when we're gonna go see it, stuff like this. Um, and anytime that that happens with a Marvel movie, um, it, it's just like the reoccurrence of this event. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is the beginning of the new phase. Uh, one thing that's super interesting is I guess they've set they've set out the story. And they decided, like, this is how many phases it's going to be. Like, ten or something like that. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be, like, ten phases, and then it will, like, end. Like, they're going to end it. Give it In the MCU? Yes. 
Where did you hear that? Um, Facebook. Okay. <laughs> I, I have not incredible. heard anything about the end of it, but I um, go on. <laughs> yeah, that they planned it out that far and it is going to end. But like this arc that we're getting into, because I mean, four was really like just to bridge the gap yeah. between Thanos and uh, Kang, right? Yeah. So I, I'm so excited to see what they do with Kang because I love what they do with, with Thanos, man. For sure. I, I love the MCU. We've talked about it. In we detail, have. We have. Uh, go back and listen, motherfuckers. That'll definitely but, be our primary review the week it comes out. But um, yeah, absolutely. So, but um, yeah, I, I'm super excited for Ant Man. Paul Rudd is a fucking joy. I hope they have Michael. He Benny seems a little it. clueless to me. <laughs> Stupid dude. <laughs> Stupid. Oh man, but I hope they have Michael Pena in it at least a little bit. I I just love when he does his like little I didn't even summaries. Think about it because the trailer makes it seem like we're going right in. It uh, like I hope not. I like hope you're they're right. gonna start off in that yeah, garage yeah, yeah. and just like hop into small space. Maybe he has whatever. to explain what happened. <laughs> Be like, oh, he's hopped in here and he has to tell the story. I don't know. Yeah, but man. he's he's a highlight for Molly. But if everything. we could just get a piece that that one piece, piece of from him, yes, a piece of Pena. If he writes baby. a book, please. I, I love him. I want to see him in more stuff. For sure. I, I just want to watch a Michael Pena movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Chris, what's your number nine? Not that shitty movie. Uh, <laughs> no, my number nine is one of... I, no, I will say it's my favorite horror franchise probably of all time. Um, though I am a little torn on this one. But Scream 6. Ah. So, I'm very excited for it. I we, we get Jenna Ortega coming back, of course, um, along with a lot of the returning cast that survived five. Um, but the, for the first time in the Scream franchise, it is taking place outside of Woodsboro, and it is going to be set in New York City, which is a huge New York City. New, oh, I did. I said I, sh- I should have let you say it. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Um, the reason I'm a little torn is because of the drama with um, them not paying Neve Campbell enough. Um, to like, she's literally the birth of this franchise. You could literally call her the the Scream Queen. It's her franchise, man. Um, so I hope those producers. Of oh, absolutely, I hope those producers get their shit together and we get this remedied. But I, I adore Scream. We saw the last one when it came out. I was so lucky that it came out on my birthday. Um, some people would be are a little upset about the horror movie that came out on my birthday this year, but. The one last year was great, and I love I, I love Scream just wholeheartedly, and I can't wait to see where it goes. For the record, I loved being there on your birthday. <laughs> you I were so mad at first. On your birthday. And I, so I love the passion, because you're like, I'm not letting you go alone, and not realizing other people are going. <laughs> I thought that, because, uh, okay, Justin and Schley were going to go see Skin of with Chris for his birthday, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good, you know, and I, I had somewhere to be as well, and then um, that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, Justin and Ashley weren't able to go to the movie with Chris. Got and fucking I like, COVID. immediately texted him and I was like, no friend of mine is going to see a movie by himself on his birthday. And, and I immediately like, was like, this is beautiful, but I'm not going alone. He was like, also, I have other friends going. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I've already committed. And, hey, man, um, and you didn't have to pay for it. So there you go. No, yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, no, but, Justin and Ash. Yeah, thank you, Justin. Uh, if you even listen to your own episode, motherfucker. <laughs> I doubt um, it. But we appreciate him for being here. Absolutely. But what is your um, what is your next one, man? What you, so, what do you got? Uh, all right. Uh, what am I on? Number nine. Number nine. Let's not get lost yet. We just started. Also a little horror flick. And it's called 
Evil Dead Rise. Oh shit! Yeah, man, it's and that is my feeling towards it exactly. Mm. Do it one more time for me. Oh shit! I'm not Thank an actor. You. I can't do it twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! That's oh, what I said shit. when I saw the trailer for the first time, man. Like that trailer is fucking bonkers, yeah. and and you can tell like it's it's pretty much all just like from one scene, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and. I love that they did that and just showed us like a small little port, like it gave us a taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the rest of that movie has to be just as, if not more bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the expectation. And yeah, I, I'm excited to see it. I mean, Evil Dead is classic shit. Absolutely. That's, that, is, um, that is classic horror. Did you check out the show on Netflix? So, I did. I didn't finish it. I didn't. I didn't know they came out with more seasons. Is what happened. <laughs> I will say because Bruce Campbell's gone on record to be like the 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 media team. Mm-hmm. They didn't. It was not publicized enough. That wasn't talked about. But enough. like what I saw of it, I, advertising. It wasn't advertised it. enough. I liked it for sure. Yeah, and like it's I, been a long time since. Because I want to say when we movie. first like whenever because it's probably come up in our conversations. I want to say you thought it was a Netflix show at first. Yeah, if it yeah, wasn't you, was somebody else, and that's such because when you said it, that made so it's such a rational thought because that's the first like easily accessible spot to get it. That's where I because I was yeah. so yeah. full disclosure, I wasn't watching it legally because uh, I think because <laughs> um, I didn't have access to where what it was what it was on, and um, I, I wanted to watch it. I love Bruce Campbell, um, and I, I love Evil Dead, and I just was like, I want to give this a shot, and the show's really good. But yeah, you know what? I just did. All of Jordan Peele's movies, I I want to do more Eli little Roth. things like this. I should watch the Evil Dead movies. I can lend them all to you. Oh man, look, it's fucking hooked up, man. And I love because I have a special edition of two. I've sent the picture. It is literally the Book of the Dead. The button doesn't work oh, anymore because yes. it used to scream. That's right. It used to scream at you, but it it is an older copy. I'll scream at you. <laughs> Thanks. Ah! <laughs> Thank you for moving the mic. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> but on to my number eight. So, action movies are definitely not what they used to be. But if there's one franchise that's keeping it going, it is the John Wick, the John Wick series, and we are supposed to get John Wick Chapter Four this year. And I'm gonna be there day one. <laughs> Absolutely, I love. I've loved each one so far. The first one's the hardest one to rewatch, just because you have to get through the the dog, the low time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But then, I mean, the action's amazing. That and. From what I've heard about this new one, it's just getting more, more, more ramped up, and I can't wait to see where it goes. So, I mean, crucify me if you will. You haven't seen a single one? I haven't seen three. Oh, I'm not going to crucify you. You've yeah, seen, yeah. If you've at least seen one. I'll one. definitely see three and then go see four, though. They're, I was going to say all three are streaming on Peacock. Awesome. Yeah, they just yeah. got moved. I heard they were moving because HBO Max made a thing. These are leaving this weekend. Right, right. And then Peacock's like, look what we have today. It's like the next day. I was like, oh, I have both of these. It's fine. <laughs> HBO's like, enjoy my leftovers, bitch. <laughs> the same thing happened with the Harry Potter movies. little tangent. Because um, when HBO Max launched, they had all the Harry Potter collection, which makes sense. It's a Warner Brothers franchise. Right, right. Um, but streaming rights are fucking weird. But after the first two weeks of having it on HBO Max, the launch, it got moved to Peacock. Now it's back. Peacock's kind of on the come up right now. It is. They have Nope and shit. They have Tar. They have. They definitely have the movies, and they finally have a show that matters. Um, WWE Raw. <laughs> that is such a weird pairing because I, I remember when they when they put themselves together with uh, Peacock and fucking WWE. Yeah, man. Um, it's wild. But uh, 
But no, man, everyone watch Poker Face. <laughs> <laughs> Poker Face is great. If you're a Ryan Johnson fan, you're going to just love it. It's it's fantastic. But that's not what we're here talking about. Ernest, what's your number eight? We talk about what we fucking want to, baby. Very true, very true. Uh, number eight is actually one that you brought up already. Um, Oppenheimer. Oh, my God. Oppenheimer? I think o- it's Oppenheimer. Open. I would say Oppen. I'll open your Heimer. <laughs> that sounds so nasty, bro. Christopher That's Nolan a, will never be on be this the, podcast. That might be the nastiest thing I've ever said. Um, but yeah, man, they blew shit up for this. Like, <laughs> like it is he was able to somehow recreate an ex, uh, the atomic bomb explosion mm-hmm. without CGI. Right. And I'm just like wild. And it, and I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. If, if, if you watch nothing, the trailer, because it shows glimpses of it, it is yeah. beautiful. If, if nothing else, like just going for that alone would be enough for me. Um, but you brought up Cillian Murphy, um, who I love, by the way. Mm-hmm. He he is amazing. I'm a, I'm a Peaky Blinders fan. I need to finish that last season. Yeah. Uh, or get on the last season. Um, but, dude, I mean, he has chops. He's amazing. And I hope we get to see him in more stuff. But, like, that's a whole star-studded-ass cast. It is? It is very much an ensemble. It and um, it's like... I, th- I think we're getting another ensemble one here throughout the, a, a few of them. I was going to say, there's not just one, but this is also going to be our first serious return of Robert Downey Jr. Right. We we get RDJ, we get Matt Damon. We are not counting Damien. Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> now I say Damien instead of Damon. You mix them up. Look yes, I do. <laughs> uh, Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh. We love Florence Pugh here. We do love Florence Pugh. Um, a couple other people as well. Not, I, it's not like small names that I'm skipping over. There's like more big people in this. Christopher thing. Nolan gave Harry Styles his acting start. He's in Dunkirk. Now, I mean, there you go, there you go. And then we got because of that. Don't worry, darling. Why did you say it? Don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a much smaller role in Dunkirk. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm super hyped for it. Uh, can't wait to see it. I'm sure it's gonna be real nice or like harsh on my eyes, maybe. Um, I might wear sunglasses to this movie because they should give out safety goggles as a fun little thing. Oh, dude, that'd be so dope. That'd be amazing. That'd yeah. be amazing. If you could do 3D glasses, you could do this. Come on. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's my number eight. All right. So on to my number seven. My number seven's one that was brought up ridiculously early. So Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> um, I'm very excited for this. I'm a huge fan of Raimi. I'm a huge fan of the Evil Dead franchise. Um, I can't wait to see where they go with this. It is not Sam Raimi directing it. It is Lee uh, Lee Cronin, but Sam Raimi is producing it. He's always been had a hand in when they bring these up. He did, he did have a hand in the remake. He did have a hand, obviously, in the show. Um, the dude doesn't let people just ruin his properties, and I, I can't wait to see where we go with this. I hope, because it's a very small thing that happened in the the last Evil Dead remake. I, would, I just want some... Bruce Campbell just he can still be pizza papa like just have him be selling pizza out on the street put Bruce Campbell in there literally his cameo in the Evil Dead remake is after the credits roll it's just a black outline because it's like his silhouette you don't even fully see his face and he just says groovy and ends it's great I don't care just a, I just want Bruce Campbell. Splat, just stand Liam in there. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I I I need my pizza papa. Um, <laughs> but Evil Dead Rise looks really good. It looks like they're taking it in a really interesting direction. Um, 
I'm just I'm super curious. I we had a really strong year for horror last year, and I think we have a setup for another great one this year. And I, Evil Dead has never been a safe franchise. They usually go all out with it, and I hope this is no no exception. I said the word outrageous like seven times. Yeah, you have a limited vocabulary. Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking outrageous. It is outrageous. It is outrageous. but seriously, because you don't know how outrageous these movies are until you get to Army of Darkness. When he gets, at, we'll go into it later. Um, I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna watch them. Absolutely, they're on absolutely. my list now. But it's done. I I can't wait, and we don't have a super long time to wait because it is coming out April 21st. I had to count it. I was like, which one is four? <laughs> oh man, I wish. I wish I would have got release dates on here now. That's okay. That's okay. Do the research, motherfucker. It's all good, man. But what is your number seven? My number seven. What is my number seven? A better question. I don't know. Is what's in the fucking box, Chris? It's a David Fincher movie. I was like, dude, that movie's out. (laughs) It's called. It's called The Killer. Okay. The Killer. Um, and it's starring a couple of big names as well. We have Michael Fassbender. Someone I haven't seen in a minute. Yeah, Michael and, Fassbender. And Tilda Swinton, um, who has been on the show, well, at least mentioned on the show before. <laughs> wait, thought, wait, I was like, damn, man, I, I don't thought, remember that episode. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, man. That's when he talked about Ubisoft. And, Michael and Fassbender was right there. If we're going to get, it, it looks a bit like a, uh, what do we call this, psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, it looks and, like it's a return to a lot of the stuff he used to do because he used to just like grimy crime stuff. And if anybody's going to give me that, why not the motherfucker that made Seven? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Seven and Zodiac. Yeah, and Zodiac, man. Oh, that's fucking nuts. That's a that's a nutso movie, I tell it you. Is. Um, but this one, I, I think, is going to end up going like right up there with them. From I, I'm so excited. And all I have so far is the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it's me having. And it's not even a full hopes. trailer; it's just like a little snippet that was part of a Netflix highlight reel. And dude, it's great. And no, I'm hyped for it already. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Magneto's gonna come out here and fucking do his thing, baby. <laughs> Can't fucking wait, man! If he still had those powers, doing what he has to do, here, awesome. <laughs> I saw the shit out of this crime, bitch. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah! He's gonna make metal boxes, and that's where all the heads will go. It's just like whoop his ass, <laughs> dude. That'd be amazing. Oh my god! Oh my god! You've ruined it. Um, but on to my number six my number six is going to be the final installment of a horror franchise which the first two entries are pretty forgettable but i'm talking about maxine <laughs> shut the fuck because <laughs> the train the, the hype train for mia goth has no no stopping points here um from what she said alone she's been very vague on it um i'm very excited for this uh, obviously, I caught them all pretty late last year, but um, X and Pearl are wonderful. They're very different from one another, and nice. I do hope this one's going to be follow along with that, and I fully expect it to be. Um, it is also just wild on the looking at it on the outside how quickly these are coming out together. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I forgot X and Pearl came out both last year, and I'm just like, fuck. I think wild. we're getting these three. Uh, faster than we've got the last season of Attack on Titan. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But I, I'm very excited. Um, we don't, even, we don't have a trailer. We don't. Well, there, there's so many fake posters out there, but they all look cool. Um, I just, I can't wait. And I, and I do hope, and I have faith that they'll stick the landing with the, the release date this year. Um, they don't have anything cemented. 
I did see people saying that they're thinking March. I really doubt that's going to hit. But if it does, that's awesome. Just because it's so soon. And we don't have a trailer yet. There's a question so. mark at the end of that sentence. There's a question mark on my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. But I... I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> a whale's vagina. Um, but obviously, very excited. And when we do get it, I, I'm here for it. So my number six is... Next Goal Wins. Next Goal Wins is a movie from a favorite director of mine. Um little guy named uh watiti oh really yeah okay yeah so this is it a netflix is, uh, movie too I, i'm not sure if it's netflix or not. okay um is but it, i knew he had something coming out i didn't know that was it it's based on um american samoa soccer team that lost 31-0 to australia in the world cup jesus that's a true story it really happened Oh, wait, you said it's not a Dallas Cowboys story? It, uh, you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. You know, I'm done. <laughs> um, this also has Michael Fassbender in it. Really? Yes, it does. Oh, there's certain things I'm like picking up now. But yeah, no, that's awesome. Along that's with uh, Elizabeth Moss and Will Arnett. That ass. Which is quite interesting. In the Will Arnett ad- with Taika, edition is definitely odd. But I'm just- <laughs> in, in, co- in combination with Taika, you know it's going to be some shit, man. Yeah, yeah and I, I got to show you the trailer later. It, it looks fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's definitely going to lean more into the comedy than anything else here. That's fine. So more than being... You need a, comedies. More than being a sports movie or anything like that is definitely a comedy. So I, I feel like Taika with comedy is... He gets my sense of humor. One thing I can say for Thor Ragnarok was it made me laugh a good bit. It's same. I, I laughed a good bit. I just don't know if I would laugh again. And <laughs> and what we do in the shadows is is like for sure one of my favorite things. Just period. That's true. New York. New York City. City. Man, look at all the all the time it's coming up. Oh, I love you, Jackie Daytona. And yeah, so that's at my number six, man. Um, I need I need to find out if that's on Netflix or something. But remind me to show. Uh, the so after. don't. Oh, I obviously didn't make the statement. Like, I know it's on Netflix. I don't know why I thought. I feel like that would came up somewhere. He I just has a project coming up with them. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but right. My number five is a project that's going to be done with Apple. Um, and it's probably the biggest director I have listed on here. And that is Martin Scorsese bringing us Killers of the Flower Moon. And just like we were talking with the Mia Goth train, if you thought the Renaissance was over, he's not the star of this movie, but Brendan Fraser's in it. I love that he's in this Corsetti movie. Yeah, dude. Did you see his? You saw, we, I think we've all seen the interview where he's like, "I'm with the big boys." Yeah. And he has that little cowboy hat. He's like, "Thank you, ma'am. Oh, it's precious. It's precious." Um, but talk about a break, and he doesn't need a break anymore, especially with the whale. Um, he's probably going to get. But that just trophy. keep it going. Just keep it going. Just keep it going. But of course, and funny that we're bringing it up today. This will star Leonardo DiCaprio on a day where everyone learned the age of his girlfriend. Uh, uh. <laughs> but. We're not going to go into that. We're going to separate art from artists for a little bit um, and just talk about the artist that is Martin Scorsese. Anytime this man has a movie, you have to see it. I don't. I There were people who were like, Irishman's fucking like four hours long, bro. Why? And I'm like, watch it and you'll understand. I watched that twice. It's beautiful. All I can say is Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio constantly delivers man he does no like, he's so good he he's is, a great actor he is one of the best actors in the game he's a great actor like, he was great in growing pains probably ever um i, I love catch me if you can so much that's so I random same that's so random right now no that's I, fine I, it, it, that's, that's fine. it's a good movie my head though but you can name anything that's a that this motherfucker's in 
Um, but it, yeah, him with Scorsese too. It's just like, hey, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, is it in Boston? I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't see Mark Wahlberg on the cast, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but no, I'm really excited for it. I'm hoping it gets a theatrical release. Um, especially if it ends up being longer, which I assume it will, because it's just easier for me to watch longer movies in a theater. Yeah. Because it's like forcing me to. Yeah, right. Um, and it, not that I don't want to. Just when you're home, it's like, man, you know what? I could snack. But The Irishman <laughs> was like two weeks long. It was. Oh, because you were separate. That got a theatrical run for a week, and I tried <laughs> to go see it, and I got the flu. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking saw that shit at home That's fair. Uh, in pieces. Yeah, I watched that shit like a weekly episode, <laughs> <laughs> and you can cut it up like that. Yeah, um, the first time I watched it, I did watch it all the way through, and then after that, because I wanted to watch it again, um, I, I did watch it in segments. I don't know; I'd have to really be wanting to see that DH De Niro to be. I was about to say, hopefully, it. Apple put their foot down and they're not going to de-age anybody. In I hope shit. so too. Um, yeah. But that also speaks to the Irishman because it's still a good, mo- really good movie with that in there just don't do it again <laughs> if anybody gets the age is fucking harrison ford or brad pitt those are the only ones i want to see brad pitt still looks pretty young. okay whatever i guess that fits into why it works yeah yeah That's why um, Benjamin and he's gonna be d harrison ford will be dh for part of Her- uh, just so y'all know at the end of benjamin button that baby is brad pitt he's just that good <laughs> <laughs> what is your next one number five for me is Barbie. Um, and I know there's going to be a point later on where like losers put this at number five because I'm sure it's higher on Chris's list. Um, but understandably so, man. Um, I feel like this is going to be a thing for sure. And it's coming out the same. That's the big thing. Can I, I love the memes of like the people in suits. Can I see open home or the people yeah. just wearing the brightest? Can I see Barbie? <laughs> but I mean, that's that's if you have to pick one. I think I'm going Barbie, actually. Like, well, you literally just put it high that on the list. For. Not, not saying it's going to be better. It may be better. It okay. looks good, man. It like, it looks like quite conscious of itself mm. in that it knows what it wants to do when it comes in here. Mm. And I'm excited to see what it does. Absolutely. Okay. But I don't I know. know. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. So I don't Chris, know. What's your number four? We'll see. Um, But my number four is, it is the only, I will say, because you brought it up and you might have some on your list. I don't know if you do or not. It is the only international movie I have on my list. Um, Not to say that there's not any I'm looking forward to. A lot of those I just happen to find out later. Mm. But this one I'm excited for because somebody I know you love, I love, all of our friends love him. Hayao Miyazaki is returning to do a movie with Ghibli. Oh, man. And it is How Do You Live? I don't know shit. I don't think anyone knows shit about it. <laughs> There's some artwork out there for it. Um, but this man has come out of retirement so many times just to drop a banger. And he's like fucking Jay-Z. Yeah, because he's like, you know what? I'm coming back. <laughs> and I'm going to be here every fucking time. I'm I'm so excited. I, I, I know nothing of the movie. I just know Miyazaki. I know Ghibli. And... I love animation. So whatever he gives us, dude, I'm here for it. And because they're fucking bangers. Absolutely. Did, did you ever see the last Ghibli movie? Which one was it? Uh, the Secrets of Arietti. That is not the last one. Oh, no. Is that the I'm thinking of I'm thinking of something else. I okay, I have not some, seen that one. I believe that's the I have not recent. seen that one, no. 
Um, and that was a while back. Yeah. I, am I, if I'm you might be one, right. No, you might be right. I mean, if I'm I, missing one, I do apologize. I was literally I thinking of a different right. movie. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the one like The Borrowers pretty yeah. much. Because I know we've brought it up before because you've seen it, obviously. Yeah. And I, I, I have still not seen it yet. And, and, and only bringing that up to say that anything, this studio doesn't just pump shit out. It is in no ways just like a machine. It is far removed from the McDonald's yeah. of the animation yeah, that yeah, yeah. like Disney can be. Sometimes. They they give you when they give you anything, you're you're just you're you're happy they're giving yeah, you something. Yeah, like it's it, like when Kendrick Lamar drops. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like for me, you know. But um, um, Ernest, what is your next one? Which is high praise if anybody's in, unfamiliar. He didn't win the Grammy last night. Go on. Um, uh, he was named the greatest rapper of his generation. Uh, they actually said Chris Pierce. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spit one for us now, Chris. Spit no, one for us now. Not for free. Not for Whoop free. his ass, Maddie. <laughs> so number four is Maxine with three X's, baby. Well, you should put four because it's now your fourth. I'm so hyped for that shit. Yeah. Um, I actually, I had this one above Infinity Pool in case you're wondering which me and Goth one I was preferring this year. Um, I am super hyped for Infinity Pool still, but Maxine, man, ah, I it's I I heard her say somewhere I, I refuse to give a reference as to where because I have a terrible memory, and uh, she was saying that like playing playing Maxine in the first one in X. Uh-huh. Um, kind of like prepared her for the role that she was going to play in Pearl and, and like made her better for it. I can see that. And that her work in Pearl like really helped her prepare for Maxine. It's going to be like when Piccolo takes off the training wa- dude, training yes, weights. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like you haven't even seen her final form Mia. yet. Yeah, bitch. Like, oh, and you were saying like, I hope we get like a different vibe from, from this one too because the last two were so different and like, I have this picture in my head of just like neon lights and shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to circle back around to this when I'm right. And um, now, nah, man, but I'm so excited to see it. She is she is so fantastic to me. Like she is a, she's a whole thing, man. She has an aura about her. And I just I just want to see her do her thing. She, she sure. is definitely in her moment here. Um, this could I, I feel like at the end of this and feel free to disagree but at least on my list at the end of this depending how this last movie is this could end up being one of the best horror slasher films like series out there um depending on how this goes and um the performance that we got in pearl especially um just has me really hyped for this because i mean it, she also came out and said that she was uh, very disappointed because she feels like, I mean, and it's been said before many a times that um, horror is just looked at like a lot like animation and stuff. And comedy. And, that, that, uh, and comedy, for that matter, yes. Um, and that it's not taken seriously in the award arena. And um, it, we've agreed with that a million times before. I agree with her again. But she was at least getting award buzz for that performance. Absolutely, and the the horror fandom so. they will champion who they want to champion, and she right. was put. She's still up there. Yeah, because yeah. she, if you've heard anything about Infinity Pool, it's most likely been her. So, 
Yeah, and Alexander Skarsgård. Well, yeah, but Mia, Mia Goth's in the moment right now, and it's just oh, still yeah, riding absolutely. that. Ooh, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the Mia pool. The NC-17 version supposedly has Actually, Alexander Skarsgård's member coming. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. If y'all work with me and you're listening to the podcast right now, I just want you to say that if you ask me about this, I gave you a warning that it was not safe for work. And that movie, the NC-17 version, has his member coming on screen. I doubt we'll ever see it. I want to see it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I think it's going to get a release. If it Well, if it does, it'll probably go straight to DVD. Yeah. Because that, that can't be shown in a movie yeah. theater. Um, Take but well, to a DVD exchange. If it does, that'd be awesome. Well, most NC-17 stuff does end up taking a while to get distributed. But we are now in the top three. This is big stuff. It is. I wonder how many we have in common. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, honestly, I don't think there's ever going to be any more crossover. Anyway, my number three is The Killer. By David Fincher, where it should be. Um, <laughs> I told you you were going to say that. Because David Fincher, I've talked to you about this. He is 100%. One of, like, he's right there with Del Toro. I would, for myself, put Fincher a little higher. Because um, Fincher just has a vibe that I really resonate with. And ever since, and it's been going on for years, he's been teaming up with Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for his movie Scores, which started with The Social Network. They've created art that just really hit me. Like... I'm not saying like I cry everyone, but like you just feel it. You're like watching this film, you're invested, it's beautiful, and it's just so good. Big salty out here feeling feelings, man. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And I can confirm, it was recently confirmed that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross were going to come on to do The Killer with David Fincher doing the score. I can't get more hype for this fucking movie. Um, I love Michael Fassbender. I feel like I haven't seen him in a minute, but also ever since 2020, I, t- I don't know what time is. He's so good, though. He's amazing. Yeah. He's fantastic. He's fantastic. He's going to be the next person that people talk about that doesn't age, because, my God. Yeah, he looks exactly He looks same. exactly yeah. the fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> that guy looks like young Magneto. <laughs> you can literally look at Inglorious Bastards and now it's like, what, what the fuck? Oh, um, Even that, that role is so small. Yeah. It is, but it's, it's great. It's Dude, he absolutely sells it, and you great. remember him. You oh, fucking yeah. remember him, so which good. which speaks because obviously he just he just continued after that. That's a great scene. But in um, the basement. Anyway. This is. I was not a huge fan of Fincher's last outing. Um, what was the last one? I'm struggling. It's the Gary Oldman movie that I can't remember at the moment, but it is it is also on Netflix. It is a black and white um, kind of t- story on Hollywood. You got it in front of you? Mank. Mank. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mank is the name of the main character. Um, I'm not saying it is not good. It is just not the... When I talk about my Fincher vibe, that wasn't it. Um, and I absolutely respect him putting out something that's different than usual. And there is an importance to that movie. It is a script his father started and didn't get to finish because he died. And he finished the script and made it into a movie. That's deep. So I'm not shitting on it at all. Right. Um, and Gary Oldman stars in it. It's a he's great. <laughs> um, the first half is kind of so-so. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding but I'm absolutely, sorry. just wasn't one of my favorite things. And maybe I'll go back and rewatch it now that I don't have the expectation of it just being something. No, his movies aren't connected, but there is like a Fincher verse. 
Like you can go watch Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. You can go watch Seven. You can watch Zodiac. It's like all under the same sky. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah, same color palette. Fight Club. Fuck, dude. Um, but uh, I'm very excited for this movie and to see him go back to his roots. Something I forgot to say earlier about Oppenheimer. I kind of. It is a thing where each movie Nolan releases, he gets bigger. Like, and he does these huge practical effects to try to recreate certain things. Like the, there's a lot of shit you can say about dark Knight rises, but the plane sequence at the beginning is, is absolutely remarkable. And they actually do that all on an actual plane. Um, and he just continues that like inception, the rotating room. Uh, I love him going bigger, but have you seen memento? No, I haven't. I love stripped down Nolan that just focuses more on his characters. And I would love if after this one, he's like, I'm, t- I'm going to take a break and do something smaller. But of course, if he gets bigger, that's fine. He's too. not like chasing the spectacle of things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause it's just like, what's the next thing? Are you going to, are you going to replicate just killing our planet? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> what is, what is next for you? Nolan, sir. That motherfucker's going to blow up earth. Like literally. And he's like, but I didn't use CGI. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a wild ride. I don't need CGI. <laughs> Cause I actually did it. What are um, you doing, sir? I don't need to worry about the box office. It's not there anymore. Um, but that is to say, I'm really excited. I, I love Fincher and him going back to his like true crime roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't wait. And Fassbender, of course, is fantastic. But Ernest, what is your number three? So my number three is Bo is Afraid. Oh, man. Okay, so you, you could say either one of these names and then by themselves, it's going to stir up some stuff for somebody. Right. You you can say Walking Phoenix and people are automatically gonna have like a picture pop into their head, whether mm-hmm. it be Joker or um uh Walk the Line or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's something great in there. Her is fucking amazing. Um and it's mostly just him talking to like Scarlett Johansson's voice. Yes, yeah, I mean that's it. <laughs> so like God, that was good. But um so that alone and then um we have Ari Aster and I mean we only have so much to pull from him mm-hmm. I, I only have Midsummer and uh, Hereditary those are his only two movies uh, so I mean we have a small sample size but judge, newer director. judging off what we have it is like those are two fucking bangers if you ask me mm-hmm. uh, absolutely like um Hereditary probably scared me more than any other movie. Um, and that was like Exorcist for like a long time. Running. But I need to point out, because er- Ernest hasn't talked about this on the podcast. He has a fear of white people. <laughs> you can go on. It's white people crying specifically. Oh, God. And uh, He said that I immediately heard. And I heard oh, Tony Collette. Man. Yeah. Uh, Tony Collette just fucking murders me. But he does put very... Uh, he doesn't pull away from the kill (laughs) he does not he does not cut away from he uses his r rating yes absolutely (laughs) m night but uh man yeah those are two of my favorite horror movies absolutely and i've there was a point in time for both of them when they were like my favorite Mm. horror movies Um, right in that hype when you leave the theater yeah um i'd still i'd still probably say it's uh hereditary for me um, but because you, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but 
if I'm because you said that is at least right now your favorite horror movie. Yes, yeah, that's right. And um, now we get Bo is Afraid, and it looks so fantastical and a little goofy and really artsy, mm. and it's Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. and he's like in these like colorful, uh, like sets like backgrounds yeah like parts of it are animated parts of it are not yeah it's so it's it it looks like such a mind fuck and i'm so ready it's been considered a nightmare comedy a nightmare comedy we had that's how you set your expectations we had to just make a new (laughs) words for it yeah yeah we had to make a whole new genre for that shit so that has me hype absolutely i don't know man i'm a little afraid uh no i'm just kidding no um i will say that is an audible mention for me but now on to my number two. Um, oh, I didn't even think about it. My number two is a part two. So Dune part two is absolutely probably going to – I would. those are blockbuster. That's a blockbuster. That's, that's going to be my f- most anticipated blockbuster this year. Um, I loved part one. I loved D- uh, Denis Villeneuve. He's French, so I could be pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> it, it rolled off the tongue very nicely. Thank you. It's because yeah. it, Pierce is French. Do it so again. Dennis Villeneuve. Pierce. <laughs> Pierce. 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 Uh, now, I'm, now I'm becoming slightly Italian. I can't do it. <laughs> it's a me. Um, it's a me. I'm but a Dune friend. Part 2, it is set to come out November 3rd. Um, so it's going to be towards the end of the year. But I love the fucking cast of just the first one so much. And I can't wait to get more. Um, I, I've i watched the first one multiple times. Um it's beautiful. It's obviously, I will say there is going to be some stuff lost when you watch it on the small screen compared to in a movie theater. Um, that is kind of the unfortunate thing that I'm slowly realizing with like a lot of blockbusters. Cause a lot of things are going into like sound and stuff like that. And obviously if you have like the best setup at home or whatever, you're fine. But some of us don't have that. Some of us have just a old laptop and two mics to podcast on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm very excited when this comes out. I will be there day one. It is a universe I just want more of. And there's so many books. And books are hard for me. <laughs> so I'm just like, give it to me. And I'm a huge Chalamet fan. Um, books are hard. Books are hard. No, I hear that the Dune books specifically can be a little bit of a drag. Um, not, I hear the biggest one not, is the first one. Not that they're bad. Yeah. But that they're not very hype at all. Yeah. yeah. So from what I've heard about it, because obviously there is a Dune fandom. They're they're there. Um, the first book is like a lot of world building and explaining stuff to you, and then it takes off. And if you've looked at what the first book size is, it's a lot. It's a lot to get through. And of course, you can't just jump ahead. It's like a Stephen King's It. Like two of those. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say fully two. It is a is a thick old boy. That's the biggest book I've ever seen. <laughs> Fun fact: It is my favorite book. <clears throat> but it it yes. oh nice dude. I love that book. Um, See, he does read. <laughs> audiobook uh <laughs> <laughs> hey man you can't say who, shit who reads that i'd have to look at it you it's not will wheaton but whoever did read it did very well but that um dune part two very excited can't wait to see get me back in the desert and i know everyone was a little disappointed with the small bit of zendaya we got in the first one she's gonna be more prominent in the second so Oh, and Florence Pugh is going to be in Dune Part 2 as well. Very awesome. excited. That's Yeah, we love her around here. And we we also love... Uh, oh, shit. What's the name? 
Timothy Chalamet? No, no. Euphoria. We love oh, you. Was- <laughs> yeah, we love you. We love you for it. We're so happy Euphoria is going to be in Dune Part 2. <laughs> hey man, uh, props figured, to me for getting her right. I figured that she'd be in 2 a lot more because she's very barely in. Yeah, because she shows up at the end. I'm surprised they let her on the red carpet <laughs> at the premiere. She's the- barely in that movie. But she's in it. She got paid to be there. Every once in a while, she like turns around. And you like see one of her eyes, and then she's she has like, lines of dialogue. There in the you movie. go. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, I but I did go to the first one expecting more, and then like I thought about suing them for giving me the impression that she was gonna be in the movie. More. <laughs> no, who did that? What movie was that? You're thinking of um, I don't know who did it, but they they've won, and now it's a thing that they they can do. Uh, it was with um, oh, it's a movie with Daniel Craig. Oh. The last James Bond movie. Oh, okay, yes. Anna de Armas is in it for just a very brief, and the, of time. and the trailer gave the impression that she because it be pretty much shows her whole part, and right. she does have a really cool fight scene, um, and then she's like, "Bye." <laughs> but I did figure that Zendaya was going to be in the first one a little bit more, so I'm looking forward to her being in the second one a lot. And I, because another actor I love who it's almost the same camp, we got a little bit more of him than uh, Zendaya is Javier Bardem. And I, he should be in the next one a lot more as well. I'm about to talk another about another person in the uh, that was in the first Dune. Okay. In just a bit, but first, is wait, it Aquaman? It's my number two now, right? Is your number is two? You about to bring up Aquaman too? My numero dos. <laughs> my numero dos. Es Guardians. No way! Of the galaxy, motherfucker! You knew it. You knew it. This is one of the honorable mentions. So here's the thing. For a long time, Guardians of the Galaxy was my favorite movie. In moviedom. That's a word. And and here we are, man. And we're about to fucking finish this off, give a whole farewell to one of my favorite franchises. It's a powerful trailer. Just like ever. Like, more than the MCU, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's fair. Um, James Gunn has made it definitely its own thing. That that is by far my th- those are my favorite MCU movies, like um, especially Guardians. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've talked about it at length, so I won't go too far into my feelings. Uh, the first one, the second one, but well, we can talk about your fear of the feelings. This next one will bring. Yeah, man, pretty much. Um, <laughs> and as now Ernest is afraid, and both. and they've gone to say, and you know, I there's this piece of me like i understand why you announce things like you build up the hype and people interview and they ask these questions and it's their job to ask these questions but i would love to just once in a while like find out at the movies you know what i mean like don't tell me like that's the that was the great thing about (laughs) barbarian right it felt so refreshing yeah and we got to just find out at the movies but um, it's the, the double-edged sword of the internet right and and then here i am so uh and like see and part of me wants to be like spoilers for guardians of the galaxy 3 that yeah. hasn't come out yet and i haven't seen but other people gave them to me <laughs> like <laughs> um but supposedly there's going to be some deaths um this is definitely going to be the last time that we see this iteration of the guardians of the galaxy and boy it's been such a fantastic ride for me I love those motherfuckers, man. That is one of my favorite casts, just period. Um, the Gun Brother in, included. Uh, <laughs> just everybody in that, man. They're all, they're all so great. Yeah, Sean Gunn. Thank you. 
Um, he deserves it. He's great. He does. He yeah. absolutely does. Hey, man, he was in the Christmas special. Yeah, man. And he was awesome in it. Um, I, I love his voice and how it goes like this sometimes. <laughs> and he's the weasel. He's, he's, like, like, he's like today's Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not showing my age again. Anyway. I um, remember who Don Knotts was. <laughs> a, after this, this is the last, uh, at least for now, that we get of James Gunn in Marvel. Yeah. Um, he is Definitely seems focused on DC. DC. Yeah, he's, he's going to be the head over there. Um, so uh, I'm going to take it while I can. Um, it, it was a whole project just to have him back on Guardians of the Galaxy. I def- we both signed that petition. We did. Uh, <laughs> we didn't even know each other back then. We did not. We both signed. I that signed petition. that fucking petition, bro. Yeah, fuck you, Roseanne. And we. <laughs> I didn't sign your fucking petition. <laughs> and um, and I I can't wait to see it, man. Uh, I'm going to cry. I they <laughs> the second because anytime because the music's really good in the trailer and they show that baby group I'm not group baby uh, baby rocket rocket man. and I'm like yeah. fuck you dude yeah and. Uh, yeah, I, and you know it's also because we're expecting it to be a little sad. I bet that makes the humor hit twice as hard. You know what I think? One of the things was too that made Guardians of the Galaxy like one of my favorites off the bat was that I wasn't familiar with them before the movie. Absolutely, came out. I had no idea. And what they've done with this franchise is just they've pretty much taken these basically unknowns, except by like the comic book guy. Mm. Um, <laughs> so like. And and just pumped them up, man. And and they are this fantastic things, front runners of the MCU and stuff. Some of one of the front runners of the MCU. Absolutely. It's gonna um, so good yeah. luck after ending these. Yeah. For sure. I feel like that's gonna be a bigger venture than trying to get from the end of Thanos to where we are now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're here. We're at our number ones. The number one, the numero uno is the movie we are most excited for this year. Let me tell you a little story. So, there is a director. She is not my favorite, but she is a director that I love. I learned I learned that there's one movie I haven't seen of hers. It's her first film. So, I'm hoping to remedy that this year. Um, but I loved Lady Bird. And I loved Little Women. Um and so I'm fucking hyped for Barbie. Yeah, man. Where it should fucking be. Because <laughs> this woman knows how to write comedy. But as we have everything everywhere all at once as an example here, comedies don't just doesn't mean just stupid humor the whole fucking way through. Right. There, there is meaning you can put into it. There is it can do it can it can be more than just one thing. And. I absolutely believe this is not going to just, it's going to lean into the ridiculousness, but I think we're going to get a lot more than what we're expecting. And even if it is just ridiculous, I would accept that too. Cause I'm honestly, whatever she does, I'm here for Greta Gerwig. Um, she's oh man. Cause she, I, I watch a lot of her interviews and her writing process. Cause for a long time she was just starring in her husband's works. Um, uh, Noah Baumbach. And, it's just a fascinating thing to see such a newer filmmaker. When I say newer, like it's newer to the space, like the big space. Um, like I was saying about Ari Aster and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, he only small, has two, and like even samples. Who did we see last year? Um, Robert Eggers. He only has three <laughs> movies out right now. Um, I love seeing these people just start to come out of. Like it, it's like they come out out of nowhere, left field. Like who the fuck are you, bro? What are you doing? And then you just show me something that's just this meaningful shit. I love Lady Bird so much. I th- I want to say that might have been my first A24 film. 
I also added that to my watch list. It's today. beautiful. And that's a, that's a coming of age story. Um, and if you've ever had a fight with your mom, there's an endless thing, endless list of things to resonate in that movie with. You know what's funny? I think it's on Peacock. Oh, Lady Bird? Yeah. Oh, that is funny because Peacock's a bird as well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Wow. Um, wow. And also Lady Bird is my introduction to Timothy Chalamet. Um he does not play a good guy in the movie, uh, but it does have one. It has a line. Ladybird has a line that has always resonated with me, and like it's different things can be bad. It's not all just war, and like the fact that that comes from a comedy because Ladybird is is a comedy at first, and I I just can't wait to see where we go. And then it gets serious on you, huh? There's there is a serious circumstance throughout the film. It's just dealt with in a lighthearted way um because she's not from a family of money and she's about to go to college Mm. and she doesn't want to be near her family and all this stuff and it's a whole thing and it's also how i met beanie fieldstein um jonah hill's sister oh okay and she's adorable um i'm excited too because uh so i've been around a lot of kids in my time and some of that time was spent watching barbie like their shows and mm. stuff. And um, their humor is fucking hilarious. <laughs> there is hilarious stuff in there, man. Yeah. And there's definitely... Um, like, And of course, th- this is going to be very different. But I know that the Barbie franchise as a whole mm. has a sense of humor. Okay. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure they're going to let her do just whatever the fuck she wants to. I bet. To. Like literally... Um... You just see Gosling in that fucking trailer, dude. He's yeah. like, oh, and he's fucking kin. Oh. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't it's wait. Be wild. Um, but Ernest, what we've all been waiting for. What is your number one? All right. So you probably didn't know this. You're talking about Timothy Chalamet right now. Um, he is in a movie with uh, Oscar Isaac. It, it's not Dune. I'm sorry. I, were you getting your hopes up? No, no, it's no. It's no, Across no. the Spider Verse. What? Baby. Across the Spider Verse. Nobody is on your list. saw that coming. This is the one that Nobody I literally texted Ernest saying, "Like, I'm not putting this on my list." <laughs> he, he knew for a fact it was going to be on mine, and you probably knew for a fact that it was going to be number one. That I was, I knew for sure it'd be up there, just because I didn't know what else was on there. It's that. I don't know. Oh, oh, clearly, clearly, it is across, and the it is worthy, verse. absolutely. Um, so, so again, um, it it was more quickly replaced than guardians of the galaxy was as my favorite movie uh but this was my favorite movie i feel you the galaxy uh into the spider-verse man is just it is still like a a five out of five like 10 out of 10 perfect movie to me everything about that movie is just spot fucking on except for the animation um i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that like the animation was uh definitely the first to look like that around Absolutely. um i'm excited in this one that in pretty much like every universe or spider-verse or earniverse or whatever we're calling it um <laughs> what we're calling it that now. i'm so disappointed in uh <laughs> Um, that it's going to be like a different style of animation mm-hmm. and stuff like this is what that, uh, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, I saw, um, I heard, I heard and thing. that's super exciting. Um, there, there are a couple of things. Uh, they're going to have different directors here. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, 
I imagine they're going to try to follow with the same kind of strength that they started off with. Uh And as long as they can, like, keep it up. Yeah. Just keep it up. And this is going to be one of my favorite movies. (laughs) I believe it. If you could just keep it on that same note. But it has big shoes to fill. To escalate it Mm -hmm. and, and make it even better. Boy, would I be a happy guy. You know. I imagine everyone, because from the cast, the trailers, the first movie, I am not worried at all. I don't. So originally I was like, we don't need more because the first one I felt like it did have a really good end. But where we're going with this next one and the fact that it's a two parter, because like, I, I do think because that's right. These were delayed. I do think we get part two next year. Um this would have definitely been on my list. I wanted to give you time to speak with it, but dude, it, Thank you. nothing but hype for it. It's nothing but love. Uh, I have all the confidence. Daniel Kaluuya as fucking spider punk. Yeah. Man. Come on. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. And they're bringing a lot of, uh, the old cast back. We still get Peter B Parker, but you know who they're not what? fucking Nicholas cage. Yeah. Shame. Same, and it's sure. not even so. I was a little disappointed not to take away. Spider Man Noir is fucking fantastic. He was, <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna take this. He takes the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> he didn't even know his sequel was happening. Oh, that's fucked. And I was like, oh man, yeah, not like that, man. Yeah, I know, not like that. Like, Come on, brother. He, he was, <laughs> he's not my favorite, but dude, when he hits, oh my god, he's is so John good. Mulaney, is John Mulaney back? I didn't look. I imagine he'll be back. What's oh, he gonna man. do? Yeah, Spider Pig, or whatever we're calling them. Uh, Peter Porker. <laughs> it's Peter that? Porker, and then he's Spider Ham. Is it Spider Pig, or is it Spider Ham? Or Spider Ham. It's one of the two. That feels more I don't right. Know. But, oh, man, I'm I'm so hyped and for And then it. the countless others. Um, But, yeah, like all those things that I, I don't want to build it up just to break it down later. I don't want to get my hopes up too much, man, because I'm, I am, what is wrong? So hold on. I'm holding it up to like one of my, what I think is a perfect movie, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I if- more than anything, want it to be good. I, I, is it wrong of me to like walk into that theater and say like, I'm here to see a perfect movie. I'm going to be a little bit disappointed if it's not. No. Okay. Thank you. I'll tell him the true answer after we I, walk out of the theater. <laughs> so the thing, the thing to do with that is to be like, because we, we've watched enough movies. A perfect movie is hard to come by. Even you're going by Absolutely. your own, you're going by your own thing. I agree yeah. with you that Spider-Man, this Spider-Man movie does happen to be perfect, but there's movies that you think are perfect that I don't and vice yeah, versa. Yeah. Um, but all you should think about, all the, and I know the second you sit down, it's all you are going to think about. The story's on. Yes, I can't wait to see what Miles is doing. And while we do have different directors, uh, we do have the the same screenplay writer. Yeah, and it's the same studio. Yeah, it's the it's like it's it's essential. There's still people from the original tied to this. It's not Nicolas Cage. Everyone, everyone, be nicer to Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) He deserves Um, it. He's amazing. He's amazing, and I hope he actually has a Rubik's cube somewhere. But I I can't wait for this. I can't. I hope. Because first of all, it better happen. It better fucking happen this year. I am always rooting for the one that I think is going to take down Disney at the Oscars. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say if anybody's going to do it, they're going to do it. Because there's no say there's it, say other it, potential. Say it, scream it, scream it. If there, if someone's going to do it, it's going to be the fucking Spider Verse team. Well, I'm just saying that there's other potential um, animation studios that could come out. We did also just out. say Miyazaki's back this year. So right. Fair enough. Oh, right. <laughs> Um, but but this is uh, come is on a brother when they yeah. want because like it wasn't a thing 
when you're when you're up against Disney, and this is because I do enjoy Disney. I I will. There's a lot of Disney I do love, and I watch a lot, almost everything they put out. Um, but it's a thing when you're up against Disney in any type of animation award, no matter how good your product is, there's a huge chance Disney's going to take it. Right. And I'm not saying that they never deserve it. Sometimes I don't. I don't personally think they do. But when the the way I lost my shit. <laughs> I didn't want to stare a picture. Get out of here. Uh, but the way, because I literally, I remember watching this. I was watching it with my mother. Um, Spider-Verse won the Oscar for Best Animated Picture. I had a water bottle. I spit the water out, and I threw the bottle at the wall. I got I, I got excited. I was like, oh, shit. Fuck you, Disney. I like, <laughs> and I, because I, I mean it. I get into the Oscars. Yeah, man. Um, and an, that and the animated film is one of my favorite things. And I'm just like, it does not need to go to Disney every year. But of course... This might be a good segue into our honorable mentions. And one of my honorable mentions is Elemental. It is one of mine as well. <laughs> I figured it would be on both of our lists. Yeah. It's Disney Pixar, bro. It's and it, it's about a real, these two people that are clearly physical opposites. L- literally. That I assume are going to try to make it work. And who doesn't want to root for that kind of story? And you know how Pixar does. Absolutely. We're you gonna know cry. how they do. We're going to cry. Which, which is why uh, I'm like, well, I mean, I know it's Pixar, Disney or whatever. But if a Pixar movie it, wins uh, over Disney. We say Pixar. Right? <laughs> then, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We say absolutely. Pixar in this house. <laughs> absolutely. In this mansion. But I, I figured we would have that one shared. But Ernest, go ahead and go through a list of whatever honorable mentions you have. Oh, my next one. And I, I'm wondering if you have this one as well. Uh, Creed 3. I do not. What is that? That's all right. I'm uh, just kidding. So... You ever heard of Rocky? <laughs> um, yeah, Creed Three has me hyped, man. Um, I honestly, not forgot, only because I, I I genuinely enjoy the Creed series. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's some hardcore Rocky fans out there, you know, gatekeeping and just being like, "Don't touch Rocky, cause it's better." And fuck you for doing that. It doesn't help that Sylvester Stallone's along with it. <sighs> yeah, he's I mean, gone on I, record to say I would have taken the franchise in a different direction. Yeah. Whatever, bro. Um, I like this shit. I, I love Michael B. Jordan, um, and I love Jonathan Majors. I love Tessa Thompson. I'm so excited for the yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm just gonna say that right now. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, and I, I'm so excited to see this fight. Like, I he's I, so I, massive, dude. I want to see. I want to see the fight. Like, it's on Saturday night. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I want to see it. Like, I'm going to see a fight. Mm. Um, it's, it's gonna be epic, yeah, for sure. Like when we get to that fight, and the way that uh, Michael B. Jordan explained it is that they took a lot of inspiration from Hajime no Ippo. Oh, nice! In the way that they break down, which if you're unaware, it is a boxing anime. And if you've seen any kind of sports anime before, you know that they break down every single thing in the anime. He dribbles to his right. He dribbles to his left. He jumps. He is, it's a layup. It's not a dunk. He fucking switched. <laughs> right? So Hajime no Ippo is breaking down every single blow, every single dodge and block and stuff like this. So he said that the the attention to detail that they put into these fights in this in this film are is highly inspired by that. So I'm excited to see how That's it turns awesome. out. Do you... Because I haven't seen a single one. Um, of the Creeds. Yes. So this is something I need to catch up on before it comes out. Um do you know if this is supposed to be the last one? Have they announced that? 
I uh, just, you just know it's like usually thirds are tend to be the last. Right, right. People like making trilogies, man. Oh. Um, so I imagine that it would be. But you haven't heard anything concrete. But yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I was just curious. You know, that's it's a big studio thing to be as well. Like when you have a franchise, if it does well, we green light the next one. It is honestly like a miracle we're getting a third of these. Yeah, like this this franchise because you're right. The Rocky franchise is like a darling, like yeah. a studio darling. Absolutely. And no hate, I I I enjoy a good bit of Rocky. Yeah. I haven't watched any in a minute. No hate, but what they're doing with Creed seems awesome, and I'm starting to check it out. The first one, I would say, well, I mean, the first, yeah, the first one has to be like a top hundred movie. What's thing. the one where he kills the soldier? Oh, that's Rambo. Yeah, that's <laughs> just not, fucking with that's you. Not a top hundred movie for me. <laughs> you but, like any Rambo? Um, no, yeah, it's cool. Hmm. It, it's it's just. You know, that's what it is. Yeah, oh yeah. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've only seen one. I heard the last one that came out, though not great. It went overboard with the kills. And that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It should. Yeah. Well, uh, did you have, or are we alternating? I was going to. Yeah, okay. Then I'll just do, I'll, I'll go up for mine first. Um, so what I have here, we already said Elemental. I uh, Nope. You already gave it to me. So <laughs> the Mario movie. I'm 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 looking forward to, um, oh, despite the the Chris Pratt of it all, um, I don't so I don't see it as a detriment. Obviously, I'm going to go see it. I'm really excited for it. I just don't think he sounds great, but it is not enough to take me out of it. But I notice him. I notice him. It's fine. I I don't need him to sound like Mario. Yeah. I'm I'm okay without it. Fucking again, crucify me or whatever. But so like, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We get a Cowboy Bebop, an animated movie comes back, right? Yeah. We get a new one. Spike's back, bro. But they don't have, they don't, they don't bring Steve Bloom. Chris Pratt voices him. I, I feel like it's, it's different. Because you have more attached to the IP. As I was saying it, uh, that's fair. Yeah. So you know what? People who are attached to Mario don't shit on them. Yeah. Mario's never had a lot of fucking dialogue though. It's, it's little. The lines he's saying that are clear quotes. He has clear quotes from the the games. It's a me. For sure. Mario. <laughs> there you go. And he can't get that right. <laughs> no, um, Pedro, though. I don't. I don't want to attack him, but also there's no need to defend anything. <laughs> it it looks fantastic. Oh, it's visually great. It this is looks very pretty. It doesn't look like a, an Illumination movie at all, because if and nothing against their style, but they have a style. Yeah. Like Groot and the minions and all that. They all have their own style and this is just like i feel like nintendo's like no <laughs> uh, i'm sorry so you're gonna do it like this <laughs> which is good because it looks amazing and i will say jack black as bowser is wonderful oh yeah man. already wonderful um and i accept charlie days luigi see and that's what baffles me is that everybody is like how can Chris B- Pratt be Mario. Luigi sounds like something too, you know. He does. And then people are like, Charlie Day can be Luigi. Charlie Day is a better person. <laughs> oh, well, I that, guess I don't well, know. That explains it, people. If you were wondering it, you heard it here first. <laughs> but if you're gonna say that Mario doesn't have a lot of dialogue, Luigi has less. Yeah, I mean, but still, like, if uh, okay, you, are you gonna watch it on your Switch Lite, you fucker? Don't talk I'm to me watch about it on Nintendo. My PSP on UMD. <laughs> Amazing. Well so, played. <laughs> Um, another one that I had is uh, Inside with William Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, yeah. Willem Dafoe, man. And uh, he's pretty much stuck in an apartment. Uh, 
<laughs> in like the richest that, person's apartment. And that's the movie, man. And he just starts going like fucking crazy. I don't know what goes down there. Like it's like castaway, but in an apartment. Why is he left there for so long? Yeah. 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 Like why can't he get out? Um, I want to see it. I want to, I want to get my peepers for sure. Cause that, when you get one of those solo acts and just suck in one spot, you can really see somebody shine. I think this is I, not make or break. He's made. Um, I was going to say he's good. He's I fine. should say hit or miss. Yeah, it's but he has, so, and I think you're about to lean on it. He hasn't starred in anything yes. in a minute. Yeah. So that's, that is a big deal. And so, and this is all him. It's it him, all him and a fucking And somebody apartment. on the phone, but yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean. The goldfish. We haven't got this much of him in a while. Yeah. Usually it's just him like fucking coked out of his Love mind or hate in a cave or he's something. He's coming. But yeah, man, I'm ready for it. Um, and I had one last one. Huh? I had one last one. Go for it. Um, so earlier I was talking about my favorite horror movie um, and the movie that scared me the most. Uh-huh. They're remaking the movie that scared me the most as a child. What is it? The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. And it's coming out at the end of the year. And um, a little bit of me is terrified. Are you able to rewatch The Exorcist? I haven't. We should have a double feature of Exorcist no, and E.T. We, no, we don't have to do that. But um, I said I'd watch E.T. An E.T.? That's why I said we, could, we do the E.E.'s, baby. Exorcist E.T. Here's the thing. is If we put on E.T. now, you're going to laugh at young Chris. I'm not going to. Oh, no, I'm not. You're still scared of E.T.? Physically, yes. Okay. Like that makes he, it sound like he, he did creep, something weird to me. Like he, but creep, <laughs> he, creeps, he creeps me out, yes. He creeps you out. That's I hate I his about, voice, too. That's how I feel about Elmo. I thought you just hated Elmo. No. It's from fear? He creeps me out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Story time, everybody. So, when we were younger, my sister had this Elmo doll, right? And it talked... No, it wasn't a fucking Tickle Me Elmo. I know that's what you're talking... Oh, Tickle Me Elmo. No, no. That's not what it was. It was a different kind of Elmo. He also talked. He didn't tickle him. And he needed batteries. Mm. And this motherfucker was on the top of a pile of toys. And I was in my sister's room probably doing something I wasn't supposed to do. I don't know what the fuck. I was like writing with her lipstick on her mirror or something. (laughs) Just doing some bad brother shit. And then um, fucking Elmo was like, I see you, bitch. He didn't say that exactly. But he said one of his voice lines. And I was like, shut up, Elmo. And then he talked back again. <laughs> and then I was like, Elmo, I'm tired of your ass. And he, oh, was it so it was like he voice like, activated. He thing? like talked back again. I picked him up and he didn't have batteries in his back, Chris. And then there, my niece had this little Elmo truck and that shit was moving by itself. And Elmo was popping out of it at the front. <laughs> and he was like, I'm Elmo. And I was like, oh, oh no, man. he's coming for me. So he's always just like, creep me out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Same for you and E.T. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like, if you shaved Elmo, you could get an E.T. in there. But here's the thing is I feel like we could take them in fights. Like, I would fuck Elmo up. I, so my thing about E.T., I think there's a, something he's hiding. Laser beam out the finger. And I'm pretty sure he has, like, telekinetic powers. Am uh, I yes. remembering that right? Yes. So we saw him at his weakest. I'll call Steve after this and okay. I'll double check with him. Okay. Mr. Spielberg. I was gonna but ask yeah, him. man. They're they're remaking the scariest movie like of my childhood. I have to be so like I said, there's a piece of me that's terrified. Uh-huh. Most of me is very excited. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Um including my day. I don't know what's supposed to come out this year. I will say I'm very <laughs> I love The Exorcist. 
Um, and the only and it speaks to the fact because you're you're an '80s baby, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't. The only people I know that were scared of it were our '80s babies because everyone else saw it when they were older. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> I was older when I saw it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not scary. My introduction to The Exorcist was technically, I think it was scary maybe too. Oh. When they do. <laughs> Do you, do you know the scene? Yeah. The guy, yeah, like, the priest, scene. like, shitting. Oh, man, it's great. Oh, uh, if you were to watch that, I mean, I've if seen you it. watch The Exorcist now, that, that shit's, like, still, there's some traumatizing. Oh, no, it is it is a horror classic for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, its sequels are apparently just the worst things ever. So that's why I'm, like, reluctant about it being remade. I have to see a trailer before I give mm-hmm. a hype on it. Um, but there's four Exorcists. Did you know that? Um, yes. I'm not interested. But that's just because obviously the first one was such a big hit because it was like the scariest thing, like that anybody had seen. My mom's terrified of that movie. Yeah, um, same. I know because you're both the same age. You're both sixty three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I caught myself. Um, but it, it it deserves its spot to be held up so high, um, and people shouldn't try to cash in on it either. But I have a really cool special edition. I'll send you a picture later. Um, <laughs> But so I have two more. I have two more as well. Despite what people are saying about Ezra Miller, I'm very excited about the Flash movie. Uh, it's you... supposed to reset it all. It's supposed to get us started on our trail to the new DCU. Um, I've never, regardless of how he acts, of what he's done outside of the movies, I've never been a huge fan of him as the Flash. I don't see him as my Flash. My I grew my DC stuff was like the Justice League animated series, mm. and I. The, the the flash he it just didn't vibe with me the same way like the one did on the show um I'm not saying he's bad it just wasn't my thing he's barry allen yeah okay yeah yeah he is he's by name the same flash uh, okay um but i'm excited to see where it goes um since we got a since batgirl was canceled we get to see michael keaton back as batman in this which is neat um and i'm excited to just as the DC fan who's been watching MCU for years, who had to sit through attempt after attempt, Catwoman, Jonah Hex, Green Lantern, <laughs> I, I'm ready to. I'm just. I'm sitting here. I'm like, is it my time now? Is it okay to be a DC fan? <laughs> and people are saying that it's like uh, the best DC movie. Yeah. Like uh, apparently, James Gunn saw it and said it's fantastic. So I. I take that pretty well. Um, I'm still, it's going to be a minute and I think it's justified to still be reluctant, but I'm ready just to get the ball rolling. Yeah. So apparently give it this to is me. where we get our reset. Exactly. This is going to be the kickoff. Exactly. Of everything. Exactly. Yeah, so. um, and then my last one here, funny enough, cause we, uh, I'm not a huge Snyder verse guy, but Zack Snyder has a movie coming out this year, which is <laughs> debuted at the same time as the killer um, with that little highlight reel of Netflix stuff. Mm. Rebel moon. It is, and I think the the behind the scenes stuff is what interests me about it because it is a failed Star Wars idea from Zack Snyder that he decided to make into his own original IP. Wow. Yeah. So he just like switched, like yep. It's the instead of the Empire, it's like it's really, gonna ha- you're gonna probably see some similarity, but he's just like because <laughs> he wanted to make a rated R Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. and did not want they did not want that, <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna change it. <laughs> I'm still gonna make this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Zack Snyder is an interesting filmmaker. His last outing that was completely original, I like hated. But um, what was that? Sucker Punch. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I like parts of it. It's a fun it's a very pretty thing to watch. It is pretty. <laughs> yes. Narr- both, narratively both it's a mess. Every, every all the people and things and cinematography. And there's a very lot of music. Pretty. Um that's it. Needle drop the movie. Uh but it's <laughs> that was one thing. Um I'm hoping this ends up being different. You can look up some images for it. It looks badass. Yeah. Like you see some images of like aliens and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. like, it's, it looks really fucking cool. Um, not a full trailer yet, but I, I'm stoked to see where we go with this. Um, and I do, I'm rooting for Zack Snyder. I, I do think everyone should just stop the Snyderverse shit. Warner brothers, put that in the ground. Let's start over. Let's get some new shit. You've started over so many times already. Why exactly. <laughs> but we like, and that hashtag restore the Snyderverse still is like trending like every other week. And they, they know y'all know that you need it. Yeah. Y- y'all are just yeah. finding something to latch on. To Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but what you can do is just support his new project. Cause it's completely original. Well, I guess it's inspired by Star Wars, um, but still, it's going to be his. He's writing it. He's creating it. Um, it's his now. It, it is his now. But that is to say, we have a lot to look forward to this year. It's called Space Battles. <laughs> I told you, it's called Rebel Moon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's called Space Battles. Um, is that how I sound? It is. That's exactly how you sound. Uh, <laughs> I love my son. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but there's a lot of movies to look forward to this year. Um, Whatever the order is here, I'm excited for all of these there. And there's stuff we don't even know about. There's stuff that is probably still going to be announced coming out later this year. There's stuff that you said that I was unaware of. Yeah. I said that. And then, yeah, the Taika Waititi thing, man. So we're, I mean, we're in for it this year. Absolutely. 2022 was such a great year. It was, it was. And this one, if, if even just half of these managed to come out this year, that's a lot. We just, Named uh, what around 20, 12, 30. 13 movies, yeah, something like that. Something so, like that. Shit. Where I mean, if we get that many good movies, even yeah. if they're not these, awesome. Yeah, Maxine <laughs> yeah. will probably be shit, but other than that, your face. <laughs> but we are going to take a quick break, and then on the other end, we will wrap things up. And we are back. Hello. Just going back into. Uh, Finish off the what's it, it feels so good to be back. Man. It does. It does. Like being back here, um, just looking at your face, talking about nerd shit. I fucking love it. Nerding out for like two hours. It's great. It's the wombo combo. And um, so we're just going to get into um, what we've been up to, man. In the meantime, we've like seen and played some shit. Absolutely. I know. uh <laughs> One movie that I saw that I didn't know was in existence for the better part of my life. It was just introduced to me. Um, so we got this little cabin for uh, Chris's birthday. <laughs> I didn't know we were going. Dude, it was this badass Airbnb. Uh, we had birthday Olympics. They had all these games there for us, outdoors, or outdoorsy stuff. Um, we had a great time. Happy birthday, Chris. One more time. Thanks, man. Um but uh, he made us all watch this movie that traumatized him when he was a child <laughs> because that's what you do in the cabin. Um, it's called Orca. And Orca, boy, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, it, basically, it's like Jaws, uh, but it's a killer whale. And this whaler tries to kill um, 
or almost does kill a mama whale and the daddy whale um, (laughs) ends up hunting this motherfucker to the ends of the earth um there's definitely a part where justified reason and like i'm sorry i know i just introduced it to you but like quick spoiler the killer whale burns down a church okay all right i'm not gonna tell you how it goes down but a killer whale (laughs) burns down a church and it's fucking fantastic that's a beautiful i was like what am i gonna show my friends for my birthday and i i have a belief whether you know it immediately or not there is a movie everyone has seen as part of their childhood or earlier young development whatever that is gonna seem like such a fever dream that no one else you know will have heard of and this was mine because my mom and i showed my mom i literally because she was here this last weekend um, I pulled that out and I was like, mom, I showed everyone to this. Do you remember when you got that for me? She's like, yeah, that's the one because you like killer whales. And I was like, you know, you still don't know what this movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> and I explained it to her. And she's I, like, oh my God. I still tell people that you love whales, Chris. It's, it, I, and I do. I do. I, she, so the story yeah. is Chris uh, loved Free Willy when he was a yep. kid. Because who didn't? That was a great movie when you were a kid. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I'm scared to go back and watch it. I don't want to ruin it. I'm just going to leave it as like a good memory. I went back. I'll go on. I'll how, tell you what happened after you? I watched how it. How dare you? But then, so Chris's mom, the the kind lady that she is, the good mom, she goes out and gets Orca because her son loves whales. Obviously, she loves mm-hmm. killer whales. Here's a movie called Orca. I'm going to take it home and show it to him. And in the first five minutes, there is like a whale miscarriage and then it's power washed off of the deck of a boat and then it's a suicide (laughs) goodness it's awful it's It's, awful it's fucking nuts um so if you're feeling frisky orcas out there um i've been playing some assassin's creed man i i love that this this, (laughs) that transition is so you put as much effort into that as the movie did into getting footage of the orcas like oh my god Uh, i've been working on my segues baby uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. No, it's beautiful. I've been playing some Assassin's Creed lately. Oh, which one, bro? I've been playing Odyssey. So I looked through all of them and I thought, you know, which one does Zeus want to play? Well, Odyssey is the one that I went with. And man, Greece is beautiful. Goodness. Uh, this game is really beautiful. Um, it's so pretty. They do such a good job of like. Flip. That's a testament because like this is that's not the newest one. It's not. It's not. I believe this was 2014 or something. They like take a that. while to come out. Yeah, because um, the last one after that is Valhalla. Yeah, and it it holds up, man. It's like damn near 10 years later. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking to bridge the gap between whatever the hell I played and um, Hogwarts, and uh, this was a perfect filler. Man. Like I was kind of over like the open world thing for a little while, but um, hopping into this one, like there's so many like funny missions. The humor in this is really good. Um, the combat is all right. You know, it'll get you there um, and you can manage to get pretty good at it pretty easily. So I went through most of this game feeling like a beast. Um, I don't know if I'm going to plat it, but I'm definitely going to finish some stuff off before I move on to anything else to finish these last couple of days off before Hogwarts because that's definitely what I'm going to be in next. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But um, aside from that, I, I just finished all the Jordan Peele movies. Ooh! Um, I'm definitely going to put out just my, like, letterboxed reviews like, in a post out there, but overall, man, like, this guy is just... It, it, 
what really stood out to me this time watching all of them um was his use of sound Mm -hmm. like so much like more than anything else because i knew it was going to be pretty Mm -hmm. already going into it and i knew it was going to be funny and there's going to be like those horror aspects that just like fucking get me going baby but um yeah his use of sound like so many like there's one jump scare i think that really got me in In which um, one in get out okay and they just smash a piano key like it's quiet and they just smash the yeah. shit out of a piano key with a hammer i swear to god is how they made that noise and it just fucked me up <laughs> and because that's not like a very jumpy movie yeah or anything but man that shit got me um and in nope as well um and i've just never in us uh we were talking about it outside right now just by happenstance mm. the way that he takes i got five on it and and makes it his own like creepy ass thing is one of the most it's it's a audio achievement man (laughs) it's music to my ears if you know what i mean um but yeah man uh, i've just been here and there definitely enjoyed the break but happy to be back i'm happy to be back too what you been up to man um enjoying my time without you but (laughs) (laughs) but i do want to and I was going to put it as part of the plug later, and it's something I want to make sure we're, put, we're we're talking about here. We are posting our thoughts, our reviews on our Facebook and our Instagram. We're getting it over to Twitter as well, um, but it is primarily on those two. And please follow us. I guess this will be the plug right there because um, those thoughts are being put there. Um, I know for me personally, like I've been trying to get a lot more screenshots of stuff so you can see what I see when I'm going through the game. Um, I just went through again um, my most anticipated indie of the year season, a letter to the future, which I got from Ernest for my birthday. Thank you very much. You're still a horrible friend, um, <laughs> <laughs> but that game is beautiful, and I hope people play it. But I, I mean it. If you if you could just go like it, go heart it. You can hate it. There's a hate emoji. Those screenshots are beautiful all on their own. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, But just any kind of interaction you can give those posts, we definitely appreciate it. And if y'all don't want to email us, comment on those posts and just fight with us because that's interaction. Yeah, tell us we're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fight with you, dog. (laughs) And then we can hug it out, baby. Oh, man. But... um, as for the things I haven't posted, because I, I have been trying to make sure we keep a steady stream lately. Um, I went through my first Fire Emblem a um, few few weeks ago. Somehow I went, th- because I was trying to find out what I want to fucking do. And I was two weeks out from Hogwarts, and I was like, I don't want to get stuck in anything. And I played two of the biggest JRPGs. And I got through them because I had managed, they were managed to be so good and like my thing that I needed that I just devoted my life to them. Um, but literally persona three being one of them, I, I do have a post about those thoughts out there. Um, but fire emblem three houses, this is my first fire emblem I've ever beaten. And I fucking loved it. I loved it. Obviously that's not the new one. Engage came out this year. I will get that at a free point this year. Um, but right now that's not the priority, but three houses is quite good. Yeah. I love it. I I enjoyed the pieces that I did. You listened to Justin. I just decided that it wasn't for me. You shouldn't have listened to Justin, man. I'm telling you, if you played it on the mode where your people don't stay dead, fucking beautiful. He told me to play it on survival mode, man. Never listen. Never listen to him. (laughs) He's so convincing. (laughs) I know. 
He is. He's so convincing. He he's the reason I own Persona Five Royale, and I have not played it. He puts on that like little streamer voice thing that he does. Yeah, he, he like can, and like, subscribe. He fucking sell water to a well, man. <laughs> An orca, even. <gasps> oh my god. Dun, um, dun, dun, oh, I also want to bring up because I don't. Did you bring up that Richard Harris stars in it? No, I didn't. The original Dumbledore. The original so, Dumbledore. So, a little bit of crossover to our uh, upcoming Hogwarts game. Um, he's not in it because he's dead, but Dumbledore. And just the most toxic, I don't know. Oh, he's he awful. Is. He's so whale he, He's bad. Of all time. He's, I won't say he's a bad actor. I don't, I think everyone's just kind of, I don't know what they were given to do. We can blame it on the script. Sure. <laughs> sure, we can. But, like, I don't know. He's very silly. This plot's very silly. It's a very silly. Oh, movie. I forgot. So, when I did rewatch Free Willy, I found out something very sad. Oh no! The kid's not in like any scenes with the whale. What? Yeah. Oh, it's all fake whale, dummy whale, or it's footage of Keiko in his tank. And he's like standing on top of the water, like talking to it, and then it cuts to. Yep. I don't know about going forward because I know I know in the sequel, like Keiko has a family and stuff. Um, but uh, that was in that actually- movie. That was actually going to be my number two favorite movie couple. <laughs> they, they're they not a couple. Was, God damn it, man. They're friends. Kid, that kid and Willie. Are you telling me that Willie didn't jump over that rock <laughs> <laughs> to the sound of Michael Jackson singing? <laughs> um, Free Will is a huge part of my childhood. But I want to bring up a couple of shows I've started um, from this year. And one of them is Vinland Saga. I am loving this season. It does start out a bit slower, so warning for that. Um, but also, and I don't get to say this a lot, props to Netflix for learning. They're not giving us all of it at once. They're doing an episode a week. It's how you fucking do it. I've only seen episode one because of that format. Though. And that's fine. That's but fair. I'm going to get to it. But then you have stuff to look forward to when you get back to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, for an anime that had a strong start, and now I'm going to let it build up a bit before I get back to it, and that is Trigon Stampede. Ah, yes. The animation, which was a lot of people's first thing, um, I will say, holds up. It's beautiful. This is just like in the way, like, we have Spider-Verse that's full CG, manages to do its own thing with it. We have, um, what one game adaptation of the year? The Riot game. League of Legends. Um... I can't think of Arcane. Arcane, there you go. Um, Arcane manages to all be CG, has its own style. This does the same thing. It is it is full CG. Nice. There are parts that are a little little glaring, um, but for the most part, it's great. It looks very pretty. You you just named two of the prettiest things out there. Yeah. So, but like I mean, and it I... take it took a long time of just for the longest time, like if something is pure CG, it's like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go watch the the scene from from Signs. Like I, <laughs> we've come a long way. Did you go back and watch that? I haven't yet. Oh, okay. I haven't. Yet. He he said after we saw Knock on the Cabin that he was going to go back and watch. That I scene. said if I was if I loved it enough, I'd go back and watch it at night. Did you love it enough? Have I watched it? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Oh. Uh, God damn it. We're back. Gold, Jerry. Gold. (laughs) Um, God damn it. That got me. Um, The story. So I didn't know this going originally. I've not read the manga. There are apparently a lot of things that are not even in the original show. But this story. 
No, <laughs> try again, Stampede. My bad. <laughs> um, the story of this is uh, almost completely original. They're I saying see. it's going to be from the first few episodes I've seen. It looks like they're like putting together like your first two, like the first two episodes of Trigun are in that this desert. Ta- they're all desert towns, but the first desert town you see and you see this giant robotic man and this little professor guy is with him. What? So I have two questions here. Go for it. Number one, are they reintroducing Vash or are they picking up where they left off? It's reintroducing. Reintroduce. So, Completely reintroduce. So, hey, here's Vash. This is Vash the Stampede. Yeah. Okay. The humanoid typhoon. Cool. Yeah. And then um, if I were to say that, you know what? As as soon as you leave my mansion, as soon as you drive, drive away, um, I want to start it. Mm-hmm. Would you say wait until it's out and then watch it or watch up to what they have out so far? Do you have some? Do you have a backup? I mean, I got other stuff to watch. So yeah. I'm probably going to let it build up. But what they, would you suggest to somebody? So I'll explain it. I can't give a simple yes or no answer because I don't think it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Um, the reason I'm going to let it build up going forward is because I am watching multiple things at once and it is it is not a priority anymore. I see. Um, but along with that, like if you are at all curious, and I know you're a fan of the original, mm-hmm. I would also suggest because if you're just. With this one, you can watch the first episode and determine how you want to go about it. There's also only four episodes right now. Yeah, yeah, it's not. A lot. So, and um, I will say, Wolfwood's still great. Nicholas, Dean, nice Wolfwood. Um, but yeah, it's just different. We'll see where it goes from here. Um, I also want to point out, I have no issue with the new re- redesign. Not talking about CG here, but like this, this clothing, this hairstyle. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks cool. It's definitely more modern, um, but I think it's fine. I mean, and especially if they are reintroducing him, mm-hmm. like change him up. My a one it complaint makes sense. that they changed. Um, you remember the girls? There's Meryl, the little one, and I don't remember the bigger one. Ah, yeah, I'm I'm getting vague memories back. She has the brown brown hair. She's not in the she's not in there anymore. She's been replaced with like this grumpy journalist. Okay, man, yeah, who hasn't pulled the weight yet. That's okay. No, yeah, no, no I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just. He saying, hasn't earned for me watching it. I haven't been like, oh, you've earned this spot. I, I, I feel what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, to people that are just saying, like, oh, this is this is terrible what they're doing to him and stuff. Like, I get it because I remember seeing a picture of like what the Rugrats were supposed to look like uh-huh. when they brought him back and being yeah. like, oh fuck no, yeah, like that's not for me. Mm. But I wasn't like, don't make it. Yeah, you know. Just um, like that's not for me. I will say, um, from what I've seen online, this has gotten a very good reception. That's great. So that's great, and that's because just as long as uh, you know Vash still does Vash shit, there's no then, guns. I'm just kidding. Then, <laughs> as long as Vash is still doing Vash shit, like I'm on board. Baby. I will give you an example of how different it is. Um, At least you know, to give it a try. You know who Knives is? Yes. The the big bad of the brother. You meet him in like episode one. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. It's going to be a different ride. It's quite different. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but it could be interesting. And that's why I'm like, when I have a spot where I don't have anything else I'm watching, I'm going to just watch it through. And I mean, it's been so long since the original Trigun. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, and then it, it it's like Jay-Z said, man, 
you want old Jay-Z, go and listen to my old shit. It's on Hulu. I didn't know it was streaming. Yeah. Back in my day, you had to do the tour of that shit or buy that shit physical. I and of course, I own it physical. Oh. I have a special edition where it looks like it's made up of everyone's wanted posters. Oh, that's dope. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, got it for 20 bucks. Physical media matters. But the last thing I have to plug here um, that I've been watching is, it's weird to segue off of anime so quickly, is a show called Shrinking. It couldn't be worse than mine. Oh, you started it. You started I did. it? I did. Yes, how is it? I did. It's very good. I'm very interested. I I didn't realize. So there is a thing that I forgot exists, and that is a Jason Siegel type of humor. Yeah. And it I've, I, turns out I miss it because it's there. It is in this show, and he's very funny. I attributed it to forgetting Sarah Marshall. I was going to say there are a lot of those vibes. Here. That's the one that I would want. Imagine mixing that with uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, that's great. Because it's from the creator, Ted Lasso. That's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm so on board. And oddly enough, Harrison Ford's in it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and he's great. And he's just there like being he's old He's a grumpy, grumpy old man. But yeah. there are moments <laughs> where he's like really sweet. To, like There is a sad core to the story. Um, Jason Siegel's wife has passed away. She died in a car accident. Oh, yes. And it was a, this is a year after that where he's trying to rectify things with his daughter. Because he's been like avoiding everything since that happened. Oh, like shut down. That's kind of like where down. we're at now. Yeah, and of course he's a therapist. And he's another a therapist on top of it all. So yep. it's like he's he's supposed, dealing with other people's stuff and his own stuff. And he's probably analyzing himself and stuff yes. like this. Oh yeah, that's great. And do you know? But people, also, it has that good heartfelt comedy. Do you know there. a lot of people that work in the mental health field? My mother. There, there you go. Yeah. So I know a lot of like uh, mental health technician type people. And, um, man, they're just, like, constantly analyzing themselves yeah. all the time. Like, it's a common trait throughout all of them. Like, I know exactly what's wrong with me. It's this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it's, I'm this confident in my analyzation, then it's this. But it's, it's always been uh, such an interesting thing whenever you're talking to one of them. Um, I can only imagine, like, this shit gets deep at some point. Yeah, so, so far... It does touch because on Because this things. is weekly as well. It is. Right. So they do... I I love... We, it is weekly, um, but I also appreciate it when they do it like this. The first three episodes were dropped on day one, and then it's one episode a week. Um, so there's only four episodes right now. It comes out, I believe, it's either Friday or Saturday. Mm. Um, but it's one I'm definitely like... It's hooked me. I'm going to be watching it, and I'm That's like awesome. looking forward to it. Um, but I can't believe, because I brought it up a little bit earlier, and I'm going to say it right now. Everyone, everyone can watch Poker Face. Everyone. Oh, Poker Face. Everybody. If you if you like Class Enemy, go watch Poker Face. It's if a short like series, episode, right? It's, gonna be, it's a limited. So it's going to be okay. 10 episodes completely. That's a limited. Yeah. Um, Different. <laughs> well, limited means we're probably just, it's going to be a one-off. Like right. it, we're not going to get more. Yeah, like that Jonah Hill thing on Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah, with his therapist, which I didn't mean to watch. Yeah. Because um, that's just an interesting idea. And that looks a lot better than his, uh, his new movie. Yeah. Um, you people. Oh, I want to see it. It looks it looks fun. I mean, the uh, I've we've seen this formula before. You don't, know. Don't be mean to Jonah. Just like just like uh different races marrying each other. Yeah. 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 And then the title just being so bl blunt There's like the George it. Lopez one. It's a, George Lopez is like the father in it. I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's yeah, yeah, yeah. there's the uh Cedric the Entertainer one. That might be the same one. But you know what I mean. They're yeah. they're marrying each other. <laughs> um, but go watch Poker Face. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. But that that is all I really have. But Ernest, I'm so glad we're back. I'm so happy that we're, we're back. back, man. Thank you all for coming back or for coming the first time. 
if you're coming the first time, you got a lot of catching up to do, man. Get to it. Get to it. I highly recommend it. If you like this, there's plenty more, baby. And there's going to be more to come. Yeah. Probably around the 20s, around there. What is it? Episode 17? That's Episode 17 is the first episode where we have two mics. Yeah. And I do have it in the description. We get messages from people being like, the audio sounds off. And it's like episode like six. And we, like, know. we know. We know. We know. <laughs> but you don't delete your mistakes. You have them there and you learn from them. Because those are still good conversations, at least for the people who were there. And because someday, like, we're going to be on episode, you know, 1013. Mm-hmm. And somebody that's listening to that for the first time is going to be like, man, these guys are fucking fantastic. This might be my new favorite fucking podcast because they cuss a lot in the future and it's not like we don't cuss now and then, <laughs> i don't fucking cuss and then they uh <laughs> and they're like i want to see where they started and they scroll back to episode one and we just want people to go like what the fuck <laughs> what were they doing yeah am I, do i not have this turned up is something wrong with <laughs> that, my that whole process of where you think it's you and then it's like oh man they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing <laughs> in the first ep- first three because we had a really long conversation that I split into three is just me with my one mic and I put it like pointing upwards in the middle of an echoey room and I'm like, we're going to be fine. And you don't, it's not like you hear nothing. <laughs> right, right. You can, you can hear it. We're there. It probably is best to do that with earphones and not listen to it in the car. We're there. We're just not really there. Yeah. We're there. But it was a good, it was a good conversation. We're like man. ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, and like sure. our Pan's Labyrinth episode still had one mic and that's still our most listened to thing. Yeah. 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 Oh man. We're, we're going to have to do like a five year anniversary of Pan's Labyrinth or something. That makes like sense. That, that makes yeah. sense. I'm down for it. But then, I'll... but then you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen if it's been five years. Well, let's just watch the rest of Del Toro. <laughs> oh shit. And at that point, I'll be willing to forgive me. That's 20. That's a 20 year thing. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Chris. Calm down. Oh man. But, Hey, what were we talking about on that first episode? Final Fantasy. Yeah. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Yeah, there we go. Reunion, Reunion specifically. <laughs> Sorry. But you did also speak specifically about Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, it, it's it's so good to uh, make it this far. And, you like, know? what a it return. 38. I mean, it's not like a milestone. Anything, it's a little but... bit. Because it was also our first break, which took an extra week than we expected. Um, and then we got to return talking about the game that we originally talked about the first time and 38 is the number that looks most like two snowmen standing next to each other aside from 88 so um we really appreciate everybody coming back uh chris if you could tell the people where they could find us already did but i'll say it again fine you can find us on twitter instagram facebook um look at look for us we are life is storytelling you might have to look us up as at is storytelling um but we'll be there and like i said we are posting um reviews and whatnot in those spaces the next episode we're going to be doing um this next week for our valentine's day listeners this has nothing to do with valentine's day now that i'm thinking about it we're going to be reviewing a movie eighth grade that is on hbo max and then we're going to be following that up with going over our reactions to the newly announced nintendo direct but before that one of our favorite things We've only have one of them. You know, I'd is say returning. This this thing is more of a Valentine's Day thing. It is, it and it's like we didn't plan it. Yeah. So we're bringing side stories back. We it was always part of the plan. We just 
it we the end of the year became very heavy with trying to get our shit together. We for were awards. waiting until now, actually. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it was all part of the plan. <laughs> and then what we're going to be doing with our side stories for a bit is going to be having our friends on, and they're going to pick a movie that means something to them. Um, and then we're going to re- watch it with them, review it, and then in the back half of those episodes, we're going to have a top three based off of the movie we watch. And what we have planned out here. No, we didn't push him for it. We didn't ask him to do it. We have a friend, Jerry, coming on, and we're going to be reviewing um, When Harry Met Sally, the days before Valentine's Day. Right. Um, and then to follow that up with our top three favorite cinematic couples. It's, it's going to be a good time. It is. It's and I'm really excited because we're looking to do this um, just because everyone has their own lives they're living, and we're still trying to keep the regular episodes going the way they are. Um, we are looking to do these at least once a month. And I'm really looking forward to Gino's man. Yeah, because he's he's just such a he's a passionate individual. He's a, he's a very passionate individual. I did not expect when Harry met Sally to be his pick. Yeah, it's so out of left field, but I'm so excited for it. I am too. Because I, I haven't seen it. I saw it as like a small child. I I have seen. I think we all know that I'll have what she's having, right, uh, and right. that's all I know. And Billy Crystal's a legend. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But that will be. Well, the plan is to have that recorded this Saturday, and I'll hopefully have it out on Sunday. And then, like usual, next Wednesday, we'll have our regular episode with 8th Grade and um, the Nintendo Direct. So lots to look forward to. We're back in the swing of things. Um, also, if you want to talk to us in any like long form, give us any real like deep feedback, juicy feedback, you can email us at lifeisstorytelling at gmail.com. And something else that we should be pushing, if you listen to us on Spotify, if you listen to us on Apple um, or you listen to us on Anchor, please leave us a review. You can leave us a review on each of these apps, a star rating. Um, they help us greatly, and we would really appreciate any type of support. Absolutely. And we love you. We love you so much. <laughs>